free out. Whoa, dude, I'm Sam. Um, I'm Jake. And I'm Sam. And I'm Cran. Oh my oh, gosh, who, who is heck? this beautiful boy? What, what is I'm this? I'm back, baby. I'm, I'm so back confused. from the dead. You thought you saw the last <gasps> of me in the Star Wars one. And I, bro. <laughs> the return yeah. of the king. I'm and back, hopefully baby. there's no echo. <laughs> yeah. Next. And hopefully there's no echo. Yeah. So, how, how you freaking been? How's the channel been? It, it's is been that good, what they're dude. called? Twitch channels? Yeah, they're called Twitch channels. Yeah, it's channel. been good. I have no idea okay. where I was last time we podcasted, but um, I'm at 105 followers now. Woo! Um, that's great. Yeah, yeah dude. And I'm going to assume that's probably all from us. Yeah. Yes, mostly. Yeah, we're, I was at like 10 followers. Like, you guys made me, so like. Oh, yeah. No, so but don't it's good. Don't forget it. We're going to hold it over your head like Keemstar, you little freaking uh, okay, F Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got freaking files on top of files on you, dog. You remember that? The, no one talks about I the idubs. Files on yeah, the Keemstar Content Cop. That was a good time. I miss Content Cop. Yeah. Miss when it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a treat every time one of those came out. Everyone was getting out of the popcorn. And yeah. Good times, man. It was really a Simpler good time. times, really. I watched it in freaking theater class, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I was just like, eh, well, it, it's out. And so I just pulled it up, and I was like, Ooh. and I remember when he said, I've never said this unironically, but kill yourself, Keemstar. I was like, Ooh. like, I literally, wow. like, almost dropped my phone. It was epic. So, speaking of Star Wars, like, five minutes ago, apparently, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is not dead. It's, it's still happening. What? Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, news came out, and he's like, Guys, it's not You didn't tell me this. What? I, because I was saving it for the podcast. Isn't it freaking crazy? That is crazy. What? It, I, I'm wondering if it's going to be a, about the little kids who can't act. Oh, probably that were like, I want to be a Jedi. Yeah, I want to be a Jedi. Instead and he I has the little like watch animals. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. It's so So no good. information about it? You're just assuming that it's about Oh, this yeah. Thing. It's all just speculation. I bet it is. Like, I feel like they were hinting at that It should key. be. It really should be. That would be the... Because, come on, Goonies with Star Wars? Like, what the... Plus, it's by the guy who did the freaking greatest Star Wars movie to grace the silver screen. In your opinion, <laughs> at least. In your opinion. <laughs> it's not even. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I just have to defend it. Garrett, did you ever see Knives Out? His, his other movie? No, I, I have not. Either. I have not seen it. I haven't that. yet either. Oh, maybe that could be a recommendation. Mm -hmm. On top of the other a thousand things we have Yeah, planned. we got too many of those. Like, we still have to have freaking Garrett over and do some Quintone Tarantino. Oh my gosh, dude. Mm -hmm. I better I better be involved in the Quintonian Tarantino freaking review and discussion know. because, man, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Super good. I hate all of them. All of them are bad. Especially Kill Bill and Hateful Men. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anything else to say about it. Uh, what do you think about a Ryan Jodcast trilogy? Ryan Jodcast? Just keep going. <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean... I'll give it a chance, but I'm not... Hopeful. Uh, how are you not hopeful, man? This 
guy who did The Last Jedi. Come it's on. It's the same director of The Last Jedi. Yeah. How could you know? Yeah, it's Sam's favorite Star Wars movie. You're right. It is the... Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so there's another thing that's coming out. Um, speaking of my man, the myth, the legend. We weren't speaking of him, but that's okay, because freaking Baby We're Driver not. 2. Yeah, no. Script. <laughs> yeah, so the script for Baby Driver 2 just came out, mm-hmm. supposedly. And uh, we are very excited because this is another um, uh, movie about um, by, by the same guy of the movies that we are going to be discussing today. Now, you saw Baby Driver, right? No, sir. He really? Seen it? Are you kidding me? Oh my me, bro. gosh. It's not part of the trilogy, but. This might. I don't know. I like it's... it as much or more than the trilogy. Oh, personally. wow. And, you know. But I, I, I want to wait till we delve in so I can of course, start talking yeah. about it. But it's awesome. Just imagine an entire heist movie, but it's all about a getaway driver, and the entire thing is synced with music. It's so fun. It's awesome. It's so like, good. Oh, wow. Honestly, the sound design in all the movies we're going to talk about is just phenomenal. It's so, it's so good. good. But then, but this one is like where they really, yeah, yeah, they really go. He the just extra went ham. Yeah, yeah, he did. Down to every gunshot, every, you know, squealing. Dog tires, barking. Every dog barking. Oh, my god, It's amazing. It's so, it's so fun. Good. But then Dunkirk came out that year, so they had to give the sound mixing and sound editing to, to Dunkirk, Dunkirk because yeah. the loudest movie always wins. Why? What is so impressive about Dunkirk's sound design? Freaking, it's just loud, and there's bullets. I mean, making sound for individual cares. bullets, I would assume, is pretty hard. I know, but also I freaking I'm upset. And if you're upset, it means that your opinion is 100% correct. Oh. With no bias. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're in college. That's what we learn. Yeah. <laughs> Spin egg, right? Well, we saw three movies, and we were very hyped to talk about them. We've been waiting so long, so long, and we've been hiding our opinions from each other. Like, anytime Cran said anything, I'd be like, shush. And anytime Jake said anything, I'd be like, nope, nope. No, that's a bad movie. No, it's a bad movie. Actually, now that I think about it, it's terrible. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend to a friend. But, um, yeah, I guess we should just go in chronological order. The Sean, uh, The World's End. No, Sean, Hot Fuzz, So we're starting with Sean. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Cran, would you mind freaking explaining... Sean of the Dead. Introduce. Introducing. Oh you guys did this to me last time. You started me out first. Um, you're right. It's because you're wearing red. Yeah. We yeah. Um, okay, well. <laughs> Just a we brief did. plot. We did, we did do that. We you did kind do of threw me into the fire, okay. and then I did it wrong. <laughs> so, uh, Sean of the Dead is a British comedy, um, romantic comedy, uh, zombie comedy um, with our our boy with our boy Simon Pegg and um, whatever the other dude's name is I don't even remember um, the big guy um, they're, they're a super good comedy duo they are the two main characters in every movie we're going to be talking about uh, tonight mm-hmm. but yeah. it's just it's exactly what I said it is it's a British comedy a romantic comedy with zombies in it it's really good it's I don't know if I should say this yet, but it is up there in terms of like 
out of these three in terms of which one is my favorite? I yeah, uh, Edgar Wright explained it as a Zom rom com, mm-hmm. which nice. Yeah, what, what an icon. Yeah, I feel like in a way, it really. I mean, all of these have some purpose to do that, but um, mm-hmm. um, I feel like in a way, it makes fun of zombie movies. There's a lot oh of them, gosh. and it it's it's really enjoyable for that reason. Mm-hmm. I, but it's like it's it's really subtle in the way because it's not like. No. Disaster movie or, you know, mm-hmm. epic movie, one of those abominations, where it's just like, haha, reference. Oh, look, it's Johnny Depp, and he make fart noises on top of Alvin and Chipmunks. You know, it's not like that stupid crap. It's, it, it's a lot more subtextual. Like, one of my favorite scenes is, um, well, it's not my... F- Every scene, this is my favorite scene. Is 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 like it's a good um, movie. It's a really good movie. It's it's so good. Yeah, we all we're all in agreement that we love this movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, but it's when um, Sean and his group of friends are walking to Winchester and they see Sean's old friend and her group of friends. And they're all like pretty much the same characters, and it's like oh yeah, all the stereotypes. Yeah, it's such a funny. Mm -hmm. It's it's just so subtle, and like it's oh, it's stupid. That fun fact, that joke got recycled for Zombieland Two, and instead of being a funny little visual throwaway gag, it's explained and beaten to death in the course of like three minutes of just like. Oh look, I'm just like you. You're just like me. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh, way to do it wrong. But I haven't seen Zombieland any of them. Yeah. I don't want to really. That's fine. I also haven't. Eh. Uh, You've seen Shaun of the Dead. It's better, in my opinion. But what do I know? I'm the guy who likes Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Please stop taking me seriously. <laughs> Please, I beg of you. What, what What do you think is the best? I say the star here is the comedy. I mean, it's like what it is, right? It's the there are so many jokes that are just so well timed. Like when, like when Sean's like, "Are they still out there?" and he like opens the curtain and they're like, "Ha!" like banging on the window and he closes the curtain. He's like, "Yeah," like just little moments like (laughs) that. I think are really good. (laughs) I think uh, the writing in it is really, really clever and really smart. So I would say the comedy. Oh yeah, is what sh- really shine for me. Yeah, the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like every joke is timed so perfectly, and there's so many jokes that you can easily miss like a huge portion of them the first time. Like I freaking know I did. I I was discovering jokes literally this time, and I've seen it. I I, I think I first saw it when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. My dad showed it to me, and gosh, fun fact about this trilogy actually, um, me. My older sister and my dad, we all watched them, and we love we love them, obviously. And we all, all three of us have completely different favorites. Like, mm. I, I, I won't say mine, but all of ours are just different, which, which I think is kind of cool. But one of the jokes I, I noticed, actually, is um, it's when Sean is in the kitchen with his mom, and he says, like, oh, uh, he was really rude to me, uh... Bill Nighy's character, what was his name? Philip. Philip. Yeah. Yeah. He's the dad. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, he was really. Philip was really mean to him. And she's like, well, you did call him a you know what? And he's like, he told you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, mother. F-. And then she's like, Sean. And he's like, sorry, mother. M- uh, mom, sorry. And like, it's so quick that I. <laughs> it's such a. 
<laughs> just him calling her mother is like, oh, there's so many weird implications. I love it. There's, ugh. like, it's it's so precise in everything that it's going for. Like, there are, like, I think there's one joke in the entire movie that I'm like, okay, that didn't really, that, di- that didn't really land all that much. But even then, I'm like, yeah, it's just not my thing. But everything is so precise. It's like every single thing was planned to the T, and I love it. Uh, anyway, what do you think is uh, what do you think is the star of the show? Well, you come at a bad time. I just yawned. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the show, what I think really sticks out the most, is the characters for me, because mm. they're all. I think they're all kind of like stereotypes a little bit, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, like you have the their like roommate that they've been living with, who's just the douche. Yeah. And then you got friggin' the loser. The loser friend who's just mooching off of them. You've got the, um, you've got the. He's just kind of a pushover, mm-hmm. kind of washed up guy. The main character, Sean, yeah. right? He's a, he's just kind of like. Everything in his life is just kind of like, going downhill, and mm-hmm. he just doesn't. He just hasn't really put any major effort into anything. Yeah. Um, he's just going through the motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like, you know, and it even t- like tells you that by the fact that they go to the Winchester pretty much every single night when they want mm-hmm. something to do and like anyway and then the, the whole romantic plot that comes with it too like how it all kind of begins with the breakup and then mm-hmm. you know the whole apocalypse just kind of brings them back together and um, I just really I really like all of them I think they're all memorable which is really mm-hmm. nice um, yeah for stereotypes they're not like they're not like something like Hausu no. Where they're memorable because they're so stereotypical. <laughs> Their names aren't literally what they <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> Freaking Melody. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I love Haosu. Have you seen Haosu? Yeah, I showed you Haosu. Oh, my Heck gosh. Yeah. God bless Haosu. <laughs> His girlfriend did not appreciate it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Which is, which I, is I, understandable. <laughs> you have to be a special type of person yeah. to appreciate it. You either love the movie because it's Haosu, or you despise the movie because, because it's, it's Haosu. But you know for a fact, like, okay... This is freaking Haosu, dog. Man, I don't even know if I want to delve into Haosu right now. There's no, so, I could take an episode on Let's freaking not ever. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, totally. There's a lot of progression that happens. I like it's mm-hmm. cool. This freaking ending, spoiler alert, with freaking the friend being a zombie. and It's such an odd it's ending. It's so weird. But a lot of them, like, all three of these have, like, kind of weirder endings where it's like... They do. You're like, okay. Hmm, <laughs> kind of weird. But, uh... One thing I picked up on this time is is the fact that if you cut the zombies out of the movie, it's still really compelling, and it all still makes sense. What do you mean? Like the apocalypse is like the main point of the. Movie. Oh, of course. I, I'm. I. I don't mean literally cutting it out. I mean like, if the movie oh, were like, just about Sean getting over the breakup, mm. and all of that, dealing with, you know, having this loser friend that he still loves and all that stuff, it still yeah, would yeah. be interesting, but. And that's what I love about it is the fact that they're zombies doesn't feel thrown in. Like, it's not just a story of a guy and then zombies happen. Like, they're thematically linked. That's why at the very beginning you get the montage of all the people who are just, like, already zombies, basically. They're, like, scanning packages. Yeah. And, and the people, like, walking down the street bumping their heads. It's so... There are, there are images that are just burned into my brain. Yeah, that's really nice. The intro I remember specifically being oh, yeah. super striking. Like when he leaves for work the first time, and then it, yeah, and then they film that same kind of thing when he goes to work the next time, but it's mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah, you've got red on you. You got red on you. 
<laughs> yeah, we should talk about the reincorporation too because that's yeah. that I feel like for me is the star of the show. Like just the reincorporation. Yeah, like everything is reincorporated to the point where it's like almost ridiculous. You're like, oh my yeah, gosh! Like watching it for a ninth time, you're picking up on like, oh my gosh, they, they set that, that up. Back, yeah, like that's so freaking weird and. I don't know. Some people have complained that it's like, oh, he's just so, telling the same joke over and over again. But I don't even see him telling the joke. Maybe I just have caveman brain. But, like, he just uh, he just sets things up so subtly. Like, when he's at the very beginning, when he's talking to Ed, and Ed is playing video games, he's, like, he's talking to him, and he's like, yeah, you know, I was thinking, oh, uh, top right. And he's like, uh, 3 o'clock. He's like, keep it simple. He's like, oh, behind you. Oh, nice shot. That is literally verbatim what happens at the yeah, end yeah, when they're yeah. shooting the freaking zombies. And I remember when he says top right, I was like, hey. Yeah. It's so, yeah. it's so cool. <sighs> Frick. And, man, man, I like it. Also, I feel like we should talk about how stupid the character's decisions are. Like, every decision in the movie is arguably... The worst possible decision. You can like make. when they first decide to like start throwing stuff yeah. at the zombies. Yeah, they're yeah. like vinyls, and then they're like getting the vinyls out. Oh and my like, god! Which, they're like, no, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't throw the, the Batman soundtrack. Throw it. Throw it. <laughs> like I like it. I don't like that's such a stupid. But like everything, like their decision to go to the Winchester, even at the beginning, you know, him not making the reservations. Every single decision that was made was bad. Just but the stupid. thing is, instead of it being like, I don't know, you could see this happening in a zombie movie, like a typical zombie movie, and all the characters play it up like, yeah, yeah, and the script is like, yeah, what a good idea, yeah, the Winchester, so good, bro. But in this, it's actually like, everyone starts to realize like, frick, why did we do this? Gosh, that was a bad idea. And then people start dying, and it's all falling on Sean. And like... Because he's the one that made any decisions. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also, like, Sean's character at the beginning, you know? Like, he's he's just making every wrong decision, or he's not making a decision at all. And everyone is around him is just watching him freaking turn into a zombie, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, ah, oh, man. I, what, what, what was your favorite joke in the movie? You, you go first this time. I like the... I think my favorite joke was when they pretend to be zombies to get to the Winchester. That's like the stupidest thing, but I loved it. I, I really liked that part. Yeah, just everyone's reactions to it. Yeah, so. or just, and then the one girl just gets some like character development because she's teaching them how to do it. And, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, she has a little more of a but personality it's set up. for being the girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, and it's set up at the beginning. He's like, she's like, Oh, yeah, what? You just want to hang out with my roommates, a failed actress and a twat. And he's like, I did not call Diane a failed actress. It's like, nice. Yeah. But it's that from the beginning, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get into David, but Cran, what is, uh, what, what do you think is, what, what made you lol XD the most? I don't know. The stuff with the car is pretty funny. With, the, with his best friend where he's like, your stepdad's got a, what is it, a Jaguar? Is that what it is? Is it a Jaguar? Yeah. Is that the kind of car he has? I was wanting to ride a Jaguar. Oh, yeah. And so he, he like purposefully the crashes the car just... and he's like, guess we're going to take the Jaguar. <laughs> yeah. I like all the, I liked all the car stuff. It was funny because oh, they just yeah. didn't drop it. They just kept going with 
He just didn't. He's like the joke. Yeah, yeah you expect him to be like, oh, okay, never mind, and then he just that's it. But... Keep going. It's like Philip, do you have the child locks on? <laughs> so, uh, which I I, I want to say I freaking love Bill Nighy as Philip in this movie. Mm-hmm. I oh I love him, man. Like he's he's probably one of my favorite characters. Like Philip. Yeah, weirdly enough, because if you watch the scene of him at the very beginning visiting Sean at his work, like, everything he's saying, you can see in his eyes all of the emotion. Like, on paper, what he says is just like, oh, yeah, he's the douchey stepdad. But he's, like, talking to Sean, and he's, like, looking at him, like, kind of like, we we, we hope to see you again. You can see him, like, trying, and he's like, I want to be, I want to freaking be your, like, emotional support, but I know, like, I'm not, not. and it's like, and there's so freaking much to his performance that I'm just like, man, that's good. He touched me, mom. (laughs) (laughs) That was the freaking worst. Did you know, Philip touched me. That, that wasn't true. (laughs) Like, so stupid. (laughs) Ah, and when he dies at the end, it's actually, like, impactful. Like, it yeah. kind of hurts me. I'm like, When he just tells him, like, I'm sorry I couldn't be there yeah. for you. Like, that that hurts, man. And yeah. and once again, it stays with the theme of, like, people not doing what they want to do because they're holding themselves back. And he's watching all these people around him freaking die not doing what they wanted to do. And not to spoil too much, but I really feel like that's a theme of all three of these movies is... The reason I think one of the reasons that it was done, I don't know if that's if it's true or not, but I think one of the main reasons that these were done is because it like when you have something that's crazy, like the world ending or an apocalypse mm-hmm. or something like that that's happening, crazy cult, crazy yeah. cult happening, you know, like when you have to make some real decisions that are in like that in a crazy situation, you're out of the normal. Like that's sometimes that's when real humanity comes out the most, mm-hmm. and I think it's interesting to see like average people all in different situations. Like some of their best and worst traits come out, and they're really shown mm-hmm. yeah. in all of these movies. Oh yeah, like Ed is kind I, of the worst. I wouldn't say a single character in any of these movies are like spectacular people. They're not like no, they're all just average Joes, yeah. or they're just the, the worst. They're just or they're really the worst. Yeah, people. yeah. It's either one or the other. You know. I Even, love that about it. I think that's that's what I love about all of them. Yeah, I. Mm. Well, I don't oh, think that you ever said your goof lol. Lol. Yeah, what's your oh, funniest yeah. lol? My funny lol moment. I I mean, obviously, we got to talk about Don't Stop Me Now. Like, That's probably that's one, one of the greatest sequences in film history, if we're being honest. But that's the one where they're just like... Yeah, where they're freaking... They're just whacking the like, ones on, on the beat. <laughs> like, everything is on the beat. It's, you know, it's, it, it's easy to look back now and be like, oh... That's where Baby Driver came from. And just, there's so much style to it. Like when he's flipping all the switches trying to get the song to turn off and the lights are like flashing. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Ah, I love that one. Um, That's a good part. Oh, no, 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 no. My favorite, uh, going, and this is kind of going back to the whole parody angle, is oh. the news exposition scene. Because in oh, every yeah, zombie I love movie, that part. Yeah. yeah. In every zombie movie, it's always like there's a scene of like, oh, today a monkey freaking bit a spider and the spider bit another monkey and then that bit a human and now there's zombies and there's always the exposition scene. 
And in this, it does that, but in the best way possible, where he's just switching through the channels, but it's still giving the exposition. Where it's like, oh, people are calling it Judgment Day. There's panic on the streets of London. Like just yeah. and oh, I love that. It's such a it's such a subtle, stupid way of delivering exposition while also highlighting the point that the exposition is kind of pointless in general. Like, yeah, you don't need to it's not yeah. about that how it happened. Yeah, because we don't even know how the zombies like became no. a thing. It's don't just care there. No, it doesn't really matter. Like does does Sean care how the freaking zombies became zombies? Yeah. No. I love that. Oh, man. It's so it's so freaking That is a good that's a that's a clever gag. It's it's so subtle, but mm. I want to talk about David because this time around, I actually weirdly connected with him, and with I David. Yeah, I got his character a lot more. Like I didn't, I wasn't like, man, he is so underappreciated. But I'm like, I freaking get you, man. Broly simp. Yeah, because he's a dummy simp, and the whole time he's just like, oh, I'm not gonna let Sean think that he's right. Yeah, he's yeah. just so everything. Yeah, he's just kind of getting cuckolded by Sean the whole time, and. Everything is just like, oh well, I don't like your decision there. I don't like, but he's not making any decisions. He's just criticizing Sean's. And at the very end, his last freaking moments, his decision—he actually makes a decision. He's like, okay, we have to, we have to shoot Sean's mom. Yeah. Like, and it sucks, but we have to do it. We have to do it. And for one, that's the first decision he makes, and he's, and everyone just pisses on him for it, even though he's low key <laughs> right. And this is this is probably one of my favorite little subtleties in the movie, is at the very end when Sean shoots his mom, you see Philip, and he actually look no not Philip, you see David and he actually looks sympathetic and he's like okay I he's going through a hard time I'm sorry and he says I think we all can agree that you made the right decision there, and that's like. A really freaking important thing for him to say because yeah. the whole time he's just he's been just pissing Sean's on him. the worst, yeah. Yeah, and then Sean immediately punches him in the face. So it's like, yeah, I can understand why he would want to freaking shoot him after that because it's like, Ugh! yeah. And it's like that's so cool that he did that. Like he could have just had him be the douchey guy the whole time, but he yeah. actually wrote a character there. There's something yeah, there. Yeah, no, I I do agree. I think <sighs> David's character is really interesting. Um, He's the you worst. definitely hate him. Oh but yeah. yeah, but when you think about it, you're like, dang, that's a that's a really interesting arc in like a person because he could have just been there and then died. Like I, that's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah. Like he was easily just like kind of the simp boyfriend that just was like, I don't think this is a good. Yeah. Master Luke, I don't think. Th and yeah. Then just die. Yeah. Freaking ass, looking ass. Piece yeah. Of trash. So I, I, you know, I could see him just dying really quick, and that's what I thought. But then he ended up having a really interesting, you know, yeah. kind of uncovering his secret, like only dating this chick because he wanted to get close to this chick, and now he's mm -hmm. just kind of stuck because he'll never have her. Yeah. And it's just kind of like. Which again ooh. feeds into the theme of like not being where you want to be and not willing to take a risk. Yeah. And, ah! it has and to take stuck. And it has to take a freaking disaster he's to like bring that out of you to make a decision and just to have the ball to do something about it. I love it. Well, like I said last time in the last like review we did, I definitely don't go into movies and look at them like a critic does. I go into movies like an average Joe does, you know? Like freaking explosions yeah. are cool. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not like I'm not no, like wow, funny. that was really poorly placed because this is this. Nah, dude, I don't care. If oh, there's yeah. if there's something cool, I'll be like, yeah, okay, wow, that's really cool. Um oh, yeah. so as okay. a more um 
I don't want to say simple-minded, but that's almost how I'm feeling, viewer. As a viewer who doesn't dive too an deep. average viewer? Yeah, an yeah. average viewer, one who doesn't dive too deep. Um, I felt exactly those emotions. I really didn't like him. I didn't, I didn't like him the whole time. Like, you didn't even like Sean? E- no, not David. You took David. Oh, okay. I didn't like David the whole time. Um, because, I don't know, even towards the end when, when he does say we have to kill Sean's mom, like, I was like, yeah, he's right, but you're going about this all wrong, broski. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think, we're not saying that necessarily that they made him, like, oh, you're not as cool as us because you think that he, he sucks. Because no. he was definitely made to be a, a character who's terrible. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. There's nothing really... But he's just... I guess what we were more delving into is the fact that he's really interesting because he, like... he His story and how it contributes. Like, he could have easily just been the guy that was just there and then dies, you know, who's just mm-hmm. the boyfriend of that one chick, you know? But yeah. he plays such an important part and, like, kind of brings a lot And to he, he has a character. And he does point. have a character, yeah. And I guess that's something I wanted to say is, like... In every horror movie, and especially freaking zombie movies, I was watching uh, Night of the Living Dead the other day, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking about movies like Zombieland, stuff like that, and so many of them, the characters are just there so they can die, yeah. and you're like, yeah. you can count on one hand, like, oh, okay, so that guy's gonna You can look at them, you're like, yeah. they're probably gonna die. Yeah. yeah, and everyone else is, because they're not given any characters, and they're just kind of whatever, yeah. but... Watching Shaun of the Dead, I didn't feel that at all. Like, you just wondered who was going to go. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. also, at the same time, can see all of them lasting till the end. Because yeah. they're all yeah. real people. Yeah, uh, I like that. I, I, freak. I would agree. And that's the thing, is talking about simple, like, kind of just the simple moviegoer experience. Well, <clears throat> none of the... It's okay. <laughs> yeah. None of this matters. Everything that we're talking about doesn't really matter at all if the movie is boring and if it's not freaking well shot and the action sequences aren't mm-hmm. good and everything. But holy freaking shoot, the action in this movie is awesome. It's stupid because the characters are stupid. So naturally, they're not these action hero like, Ugh! they're just kind of idiots. So the yeah. action sequences aren't like really cool. No, but they're, they're so stupid. stylish that it's like, you're always engaged. You always know what's happening. You know what they should have done? What? Should have taken the camera and just gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should have <laughs> taken the camera. They don't have to do anything. No, then they don't even have <laughs> to That's how Hollywood works, man. That's how Hollywood... Yeah, yeah. Can I talk about what we watched last night really quick? Of course. We watched talk. the... So we watched the new... <laughs> Nick Cage FNAF Nicolas ripoff Cage, movie. The new Nicolas Cage FNAF ripoff movie... Um, that has as many freaking people working on it as Gex, mm, but it was so many. It was terrible, but they that was literally like every single like action scene was just destroyed because their technique was just let's shake the camera as fast as we can and so that so nobody that it, sees how nobody bad sees the coordination that, is. Oh, and the just everything about it. Oh my gosh! And so that just made it really un, like not satisfying. But every. In, in contrast, this this movie really does well. Everything like even if you're an average movie watcher, I'm sure, um, Grant, you could say for yourself too that like there's something about this movie that like 
the action in it doesn't feel like any action movie. Like there's something mm. special about it. It, oh, yeah, it has yeah. a feel to it. And yeah. like, even if you don't understand what the cinematography is doing or how it yeah. does it, you feel a difference between that mm. and freaking the FNAF Nicolas Cage movie. Willie's Wonderland. You know, because because it's it's filmed really well and it just it really mm. makes you feel. It really makes you feel <laughs> really like you Shaun feel. of the Dead. No, I I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because the first the first thing that came to my mind was um, the Hunger Games. There are oh, some gosh. scenes in the Hunger Games that you I, I you can barely tell what's going on just because the camera is so so just shaking everywhere, and it's and it's like, okay, you don't have to you don't have to wiggle the camera around to show that there's action happening, you know. Sam had something you you were gonna share. Yes. Hit us with it. There's some reincorporation in this movie that is so incredibly clever that I did not notice it the first time, and I didn't notice it any other time until I found a picture of it. So, um, if you remember when Sean first breaks up with Liz, well, Liz breaks up with Sean, at the very beginning when they're drinking at the Winchester, Ed says, you know what we should do? Keep drinking. We'll have a Bloody Mary first thing, have a bite at the king's head, couple of the little princess, we'll stagger back here and bang! Back at the bar for shots. Think about it. The freaking girl in the backyard, Mary, you have a Bloody Mary first thing, have a bite out of the king's head, Freaking Bill Nike getting bitten on his freaking neck. Couple at the little princess. That's Liz and her two roommates. Stagger back here. They freaking pretend to be zombies to go back to the Winchester and they're staggering. And then bang, back at the bar for shots. They're behind the bar. They're freaking shooting, shooting yeah. everyone. <laughs> Damn. That, I didn't That's even good. think about that. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Is that cool. not insane? Oh, which he does that. As we'll see later, he does that a lot. I'm sure there's so much more too that we could that oh, yeah. we could find in that movie. Um, Shall we talk about our favorite scenes? Yes. We can start with Sam. Just one. Okay. Um, Frick, first scene. Uh, favorite favorite scene, Frick. I don't know. What? How do you there, not know? There's so much about this movie that I just adore, and it's like. I'll just get mine out of the way. Mine is the, the pretending to be the zombies with just like everything, just how awkward it is. And then what happens right after it and then they all just start speaking up again and then and yeah. it just gets, and he like answers the phone call and he's like, And like that's an important that scene character wise too because he's finally like, you freaking idiot. I've been freaking defending you and you're freaking doing this crap. Screw you, man. Yeah. Gosh dang it. And it's like, but yeah, then it's just kind of like, that. dude, <laughs> there's zombies. I love that. I like that one. Yeah. Most. I, let's see. Oh, oh, I know my favorite probably. Because you know I'm a B-word who freaking loves dark crap. Mm. To be honest, I love the entire last third of the movie, like from when Sean's mom dies. I love that whole sequence. But when they're in the basement, I honestly think that Sean... The actor for Sean gives an incredibly honest performance, and he's mm. so incredible. And that whole sequence is just so sad, where he's like letting go of this friend that's like not good for him, but he still loves him. But then at the same time, he's freaking dying, and it's like, huh. like when he lights him like, a cig, mm. yeah, and it's also a fag, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, or just the part where he's like, I'm sorry too, Sean, and he's like, it's okay, and he's like. No, I'm sorry, Sean. And he's like, oh, come on. 
He's like, I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not laughing. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, why does that hurt? Because <laughs> that's the thing, is like the zombies in this movie are never the punchline. And that's why I think it works so well, is that because the zombies are never the punchline, it's always the characters, the threat is always real. You never feel like, oh, well, the zombies are freaking stupid. You're always freaking like, uh, guys... Because they're scary. The gore is horrifying. The, when they're ripping open freaking Philip. Oh! And David. Oh! Yeah, David. Yeah, him too. Pulling out his organs. Oh my gosh! Up. Which is a pretty cool Walking Dead reference. Yeah. With the horse. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Check out his horse. I didn't, I've had to think that as far as I watched into that show and I was like, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, the first season is the best. Everything else kind of sucks. My oh. opinion. But Do not get mad. What about you, Cran? What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is at the beginning when they're trying to figure out what's going on. And it was it's kind of like going back to uh, what you guys were talking about earlier with the, the records. Where they're just like th- oh. chucking the records at them. Because yeah. they have no idea what's going on. They're, they're like, uh, okay, this is weird. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm talking everything in that little sequence from like... From Sean oh, like coming from Sean era? coming home, to them having the the zombies in the backyard, to him going upstairs oh. and finding uh, his roommate in the shower, and like oh. all that stuff. Like I just I love it. I love the beginning. It's it's like that's the part that that's the section of movie that made me lol the most. Um, oh yeah, I felt like it had I felt like it had some of the best jokes. And best gags. And I thought it was good. But yes. It's a good introduction. Mm-hmm. It really is. It introduces the characters perfectly. It introduces the conflict perfectly. Like, even the first, like, before the credits, you know everything you need to know about the characters. Like, it's perfect. It's a perfect introduction. Do we have any criticisms with the movie? Like, what we um, dislike? So I actually... Fun fact: This is my was my least favorite out of all of them. Really? Which is, yeah, I was gonna wait to drop that, but I actually, oh. yeah, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I think oh, they're all really good. Yeah. This was my least favorite. Um, and just, I just, uh, but the, I think that's just down to personal preference. Like, I don't really like zombie movies that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I've just never. It's not like I'm even like. I don't know. Like, I don't have any real reason to hate them. I just don't enjoy them as much. So yeah. for me, I was just kind of like, on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But I did. I do appreciate the fact that it is a good movie. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I just feel bad like saying that because like I don't. I feel like I don't have any like reasons why this should be a bad movie. Yeah, no, it's just personal preference. But I just personally just it's not my favorite out of the three. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's what about you, Sam? Yeah. What does it rank for you? Oh shoot! I don't. Ah, uh, if we're talking about like favorite or or like objectively good, I think this is second place when it comes to. Frick, to be honest, I think it's just second place for me. Like, I so, I yeah. love it, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's objectively the best, and I don't think it's objectively my favorite, but it's right, it's but right it's in the right middle. In the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a, an awesome part of, of these movies is watching the building blocks being built up, and especially in his later movies, like Baby Driver and yeah. Scott Pilgrim, like, you're seeing everything set up, and you're not really knowing where it's going. And I feel like the setup to Shaun of the Dead isn't as interesting as some of the other movies. Like, Hot Fuzz, uh, The World's End, without getting into it, I could watch full-on movies of just the first act, and I would like them, but Shaun of the Dead, 
you know, the jokes don't land as well for me, which is, yeah, in direct contrast of Cran, but, you know, I, I, I feel like it's not as good. That being said, freaking, oh no, it's an, it's a nine now instead of a ten. What, what about you, Cran? What, what, what are some It's, it's also had? my number two. Hey. Um... Don't say your number one yet, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I liked this one a lot, but like I liked it a lot. Um, because saying it's my number two doesn't. I don't know if that really means a whole lot because I love all three of these movies. I think they're oh, such gosh, good yeah. movies. Um, but uh, if I am just ranking them, preference. I think that's good. Right? Yeah, it is number. It is number two. Just cool. I don't know. There's something about my number one that I just I can't. It's I can't let go of it. It's so good. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm any, excited. Any specific criticisms you have for Shaun of the Dead that you want to bring up? Anything Anything else before we close it out? It's it for me. I'm good. Okay. I'm giving this one a friggin' fatty 9 out of 10, although it's way friggin' closer to a 10, to be honest. Like, holy shoot. So, so okay. damn good. I'm going to say 8. 8 out of 10. I'm also going to say eight. Nice. nice. All right. Now we're getting to the room. We should have done this whole thing in British accent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, people would freaking, they'd report us. They, they would, would report, report us, us yeah. for freaking abuse. So the next movie in the Cornetto trilogy <laughs> is freaking Hot Fuzz. And uh, Jakey Baby, would you mind freaking explaining that? You, I would love to. You crusty juggler. I would love to. So, Hot Fuzz is a movie. It is the the best worst cop movie you've ever seen. It knows what it is, and it makes fun of, purposefully of every cop movie that you've ever seen, while at the same time being probably the best cop movie you've ever seen. Most engaging. Anyway, um, and it's basically just about a man who is just has insanely high morals as the best model cop ever seen. And uh, he goes to a town where he he's kind of put out to the middle of nowhere and he has to where he thinks that it's like a bad job because he likes to be in the city. What he finds out is that there's a lot of actual trouble going on in the town that leads to a bunch of conspiracy and even a cult that he ends up fighting against at the end. And so, um, you know, lots of action, lots of shooting, lots of just bizarre things, lots of, so many (laughs) one-liners. Oh my gosh, I can't even, I I should have counted them, honestly. And they make fun of the fact that there are so many, and and ones that they could have said that they didn't say. Yeah, Yeah. did did you say something cool? (laughs) Did you you tell them to chill out? Oh no, but you did miss a part back there where I, where, I, where I threw the monkey at him to distract him, and then I said, hey, playtime's over, and I smashed him with the pace really. Nice. Like, Man, you're on a fucking roll. <laughs> you're on a fucking roll. Like, oh. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what this did we movie. think of this movie? I hated it, to be honest. What do you think, Ram? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, but I loved this one. Um, I, was, I was hooked. I was totally engaged. The intro of him, like, with the, I guess, the in America. The intro is just... The intro is so good and just so oh, captivating. Oh, you right in. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and the first gag where it's like, where it's like, we're transferring you. And he's like, 
well, well, and he's like, I'm like the best one here. And they're like, no, we're transferring you. It's he wants you to. And he's like, let me talk to him. He's like, you want me to bring him all the way down here? And then just bam, cuts to him being there. It's a little bit higher <laughs> yeah. up. And then, and they do that twice. Yeah. It's like, you really want me to get the attorney general in here? And he's like, yeah, I do. And then he just like slides <laughs> into view. He's like, hi. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> All right, David, and he's just right there. <laughs> it really and it's Bill Nighy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really, it really shows you what kind of movie it's going to be right off the bat, and I really, and I really liked that. Oh gosh, yeah, like yeah. really the the montage and everything of him getting stabbed by the guy <laughs> in the hand dressed like Santa. Which fun fact, that was Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings. Was that Peter Jackson? That was freaking Peter Jackson. What the freak? The guy dressed as Santa for freaking half a second who stabbed freaking Simon Pegg through the hand <laughs> is the director of one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Yeah. That's honestly epic. I know. And it's funny because later there's like a kind of sort of reference to Lord of the Rings. So it's like, oh, nice. Hmm. Like where, where Lurch is in the, you know, he, he's got the hoodie thingy on and he's like, trying to stab Sean, and Sean rolls out of the way in his room, and you see him, like, oh, stab, the, yeah. stab the bed, and it's like, oh, that's from Lord of the Rings. But anyway, I, I love the opening scene. I was like, you can't just make people disappear. And he's like, yes, I can. I'm the chief inspector. <laughs> it's, oh, I, uh, I, okay, we talked about, like, what, what the, the star of the show is. I think, like, for the last movie, I love, you know, the, the comedic timing, and I love the chemistry between all of the characters. But I think the star of the show here is really the editing, in my opinion. Hmm. It is so, like, precise. Everything about it is just so quick, and it never feels like a shot is wasted. It never feels like a moment is just like, okay, can we, um, can we move on? This oh, is, yeah, this is going Everything. Packed, even when there's just dialogue. Oh, which, I gotta say this, I love how in the whole first act, everything he does is edited like a crappy Michael Bay action sequence. Like, <laughs> yeah. how hilarious is it to take something mundane and stupid like freaking taking people's pictures and writing, doing paperwork, and editing it like freaking with the crossbades and the and it's so stupid and I I love it. Oh my gosh! It good. It's like in the same way that like Nathan for you makes fun of like TV shows. Oh that, my god! And it does it so perfectly. Like he does that for cop movies and it's, an, and it's a spy pitch movies. Pitch perfect everything. imitation. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. But it's not like an you imitation. You almost don't notice because of how good it is, but the fact that you know it's intentional makes oh, it yeah. so good. It makes it so much funnier because you're laughing with the movie instead of like laughing at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. Right from the get-go. I think like like what, um, what Crayon was saying is like the beginning is so captivating. I think for me... This was the most captivating intro that I for out of all of them because like yeah, World's End was pretty cool. We'll talk about that yeah. and like Shaun of the Dead was like oh, okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. But like this one was just like I was just hooked right from the beginning, and I mm-hmm. think it, it's just car- it just carries you like you said, not a moment wasted. Every mm. every shot is just I. It was one of those movies. I think it was definitely the the one that at the end of it I was, um, it was the only one that I was thinking like I was really feeling like. Oh, that's it. That's it. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Like you it was wish just it just so, kept going. I almost, yeah, I just wanted it to keep going. It was so good. It yeah. was just, 
I <laughs> that's what really does it for me about this movie about Hot Fuzz. And I like police stuff anyway. I think it was I, I watched oh, a yeah. lot of police shows as a kid and stuff. And um, it's just it's a good time. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of my dad used to watch Bird Notice all the time. You ever watch Bird Notice? No, I, I I'm pretty sure Bird I know what on it is. you. You've been blacklisted, and <laughs> Loki that show is really cheesy. But like my dad used, to, I remember he used to always watch it in the bath, and then just hear that in Hawaii Five O. Like yeah, I'd be walking down, and I just hear him in the bath freaking. Burr, 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 burr. But Bird Notice, Bird Notice specifically, um, I watched it with him sometimes, and just like him like, in the bath, just how he feels about himself. That's not. <laughs> yeah, they were taking a bath together. What of My may or may not have been. No, okay, we watched that. I don't know. What's important here is that um, just the way that like that Michael, the main character in Burn Notice, views himself. He's like a spy kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, he like used to be really good, and then he gets Burn Notice. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's it's dumb, but it's but everything he like explains everything that he does that, that is cool he like mm-hmm. it's like he feels how cool he is as he's doing everything yeah. and i really felt that with nicholas angel like everything i got it gave me some of that the nostalgia and also like just the oh my gosh this guy you know yeah oh man oh, i love i i got to freaking i got to say this is oh. like going back to freaking willie's wonderlands <laughs> freaking gosh that movie like what's annoying about that movie and a lot of movies especially freaking action movies and cop movies is the there's always this fake tension that's like the the soundtrack is like and you're like i don't feel like nothing's happening i don't care and like you know you got these horrible horrible action sequences where you can't tell what the frick is even happening because mm-hmm. they're just quick cutting and shaky cameraing and but the music is like oh this is so badass man oh yeah. shoot Christian Del Grosso getting killed oh and it's like I don't care this isn't cool this isn't fun I don't freaking give a crap it's and they do that with this movie except it's a joke they do it as a freaking punchline like every scene is like Oh, the tension. Like when he's talking to the to the receptionist lady and he's like she's like, Oh, he's like, I'd like to check in. She's like, But you've always been here. He's like, I beg your pardon. And she's like, Oh, I thought you were my husband. Fascist. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like a, gov- a system of government uh, typically negative. He's like, Oh, it's actually fascist hag. I beg your pardon. Evil woman normally characterized as uh, mean and cruel, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. all of it is like, oh, like twelve down. Sounds, yeah, it's oh, so yeah. good. The 12, sounds. All of it is like, and... oh man, like so cool, so fa- and nothing's happening. It makes it so much funnier. Oh, but I don't think it's mean spirited either. I don't think it's no. a movie that's like. Don't you free like it don't feels like a love letter? No, it's awesome. It's, it's like ah, like, oh, like, like isn't this dumb? But we love it. Like we we just, we, we, we enjoy this. Like, it's an action-packed, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, and what else do we want? Hell yeah. What, what do you think is the... I know this was, like, five minutes ago, but Garrett, what do you think is the star of the show here? Uh, the storyline. Story I was... I, yeah. I, I, I was not bored pretty much at all. Mm. Like, oh. we're always learning something new. It's always... Like, the whole time, you're like, he's right. Well, how, how are they not listening to them? Why are they not listening to him? I don't know. 
Just the storyline for me. Yeah. Every I I enjoyed the storyline of this one a lot. I'm gonna echo that and say that I also really liked the storyline. I think it was a really interesting because not only don't was say it, echo, it, you're gonna curse it. Because <laughs> it's echo. not even it's not even the fact that like just like this the cop storyline or whatever, but like it's such an interesting idea for them to like talk about like mm-hmm. cults and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like, that the whole town like, is in on it. I feel like this one is almost kind of a social commentary as oh, well yeah. as being a cop movie and stuff and like talking about we're like okay it's a parody cop movie but also i feel like as much as it is a cop movie it's also a social commentary yeah, on like it's about society society in which we live okay wait hold on quick detour did you guys see the justice league snyder cut trailer where freaking jared leto joker actually says we live in a society <laughs> does he really he does i did not see the trailer. oh my gosh it's incredible He's like, we live in a society. And I was like, oh! No, shoot. He did. I shoot, hate it. Jared I hate Leto. it. It's You're so right. good. We do live in a society. I just can't Jared imagine Leto. freaking Zack Snyder being like, okay, now I uh, say we live in a society. <laughs> no! No! Uh, anyway, I'm excited. Back to I the want, movie. We gotta watch this. Oh, episode. yeah, we're absolutely gonna. Yeah. I almost want to invite freaking Cran just to make him suffer. With us, because I don't want to suffer alone. We are going to watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League. (laughs) I'm so excited. Hopefully it's good, otherwise his bridges will be burned forever. I know. He he will literally destroy his career. Yep. Is it a redo? Kind of. Kind of? It's supposedly like... This is what it was supposed to be before DC just ruined it. Ruined it. My vision was good. But at the same time, time, they're like refilming things and they're adding whole new plot lines and characters. And it's like, was this just a completely different movie? What the frick? Who's to say? Uh, It was Zack Snyder, but then I think his daughter got cancer. And so he was like, okay, I'm stepping away. And then they got Joss Whedon because he's like, hey, I want to make a Batgirl movie really freaking bad. Can I make a Batgirl movie? And they're like, yeah, just do Justice League. And then he, like, rewrote everything, reshot a bunch, and then it's just... Let's make Flash run really fast. Let's make him talk about brunch. Around a cube, and that will bring Superman to life. LOL, XD, brunch, am I right? (laughs) I don't even remember. Of course you don't. There's so much that's just... There's so much to not remember about that movie. I don't... I don't... I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I'm, I'm Ian. Sorry for like Even Ian has to chime <laughs> in on this one. <laughs> Shout to out to Ian in the back. If you're if you're gonna talk about the Justice League movie, <laughs> I've seen it multiple times. Not because of why Batman. multiple times. Why would you do that to yourself? I, I saw it multiple times. Wait, are we still recording? So that I crit- yes, we're still recording. Okay. Good. I saw it multiple times just so that I could criticize it. That is the only. Oh, reason it's I so bad. I, I, I would never to, do that to uh, myself. I tried to like it. Oh. I tried to, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. It's we crazy. might have to have just like every single person we've ever had on the podcast on for the Justice League episode. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone can just shit on it? Yes, please. <laughs> Unless it's good. If it's I good, it's we good. will celebrate. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. But we really do live in a society. We do. I, yeah. we do. I'm sorry for chiming in on this one, but I had to. Can, I had to. Thank you, Ian. Can we get back to Hot Fuzz? Please. I don't want to think about <laughs> okay. Justice League. So we talked about the things that yeah, are... Yeah, the social commentary. Social commentary, which I think is is kind of a bold move. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of all of these have a little bit, but this one was the most, mm-hmm. was the most cliché. Oh, yeah. Because all of them have cliches, you know, cliché zombie movie kind of stuff of yeah. here and there, and, you know, and... and in the world's end, we'll talk about, but it, this and that one, one has is... less. This one is made for that specific <laughs> purpose, and also I just really think it's interesting talking about like 
like all of these just old people who have like yet got it in their heads that like life should be this way all to win this like competition almost you yeah, know just no being the most about. peaceful town that no one cares about you know yeah. they're willing to kill oh well you know he looked at he looked at us wrong you know yeah. we're like he dresses funny so let's just kill yeah, him he has a stupid house it doesn't match <laughs> yeah. with the rustic aesthetic of the rest of the town so time to kill him yeah and i i just think i just think it's interesting because like yeah. i'm not going to take a certain stand on it really but i, I will say there's like a lot of pe- people are i'm willing to go to great lengths for what they believe and sometimes those mm-hmm. links are might not be the most humane yep that works freak man trump's america uh, <laughs> no comment <laughs> i really that's the thing is like this movie could have used the whole parody angle as an excuse to like skimp out on the story mm. and just have like a really because this story is pretty cliche but at the same time like it's still unpredictable and it's still really well told and it's still interesting and and you're always engaged it's not just like oh i get it because it's bad haha <laughs> Oh, I get it because it's bad. Huh? It's because it's fun. not. Like, it's no, legitimately it's funny. Good. It's, oh my God. Oh, you enjoy it. It's like the same, like, um, like what Crayon was saying earlier about you come to the movies as an average watcher and you just want to see some of those explosions and fun time. Yeah. And this one has the most, I think, oh. in my opinion. It has the most of all of it. And it's all, having him roll in with those double guns strapped yeah. to his back. Everything here when he rolls back in and he just starts killing everyone. It's, that is the best. Freaking, that's so the most satisfying part. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and good because it, it has both. Like, it's got that, it's got the subtle little jokes that, you know, avid movie watchers are going to be like, oh, that's okay, yeah. And it's got like, yeah. references and things like that but then it's also got the the shotguns and and the moment where yeah. the moment where he throws the shotgun to the other guy and he grabs it and he <sighs> and he and he racks a he racks a shell by just holding it in his hand he goes you know like i don't know it's, yeah. got, that, it's got those cool action moments too uh, yeah, I, I love that yeah it's good he's like and he, and he throws him the gun he racks the shell and he's like still think you're missing out it's good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's like like you're it. a doctor, deal with it. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> which I want to talk about this. I love how, like, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, as much as they're like comedic actors, they really do like transform for these characters. Like Sean yeah. is nothing like Nicholas, Nicholas Angel. Angel no. And and the thing is is that even though Ed is an idiot in Shaun of the Dead and he's kind of an idiot in this, they really are two completely, completely different characters. Yeah. You, you always tune it out and you're just like, oh yeah, that's... What a perfect combo of actors. Though. Oh yeah. Those for two real. were made for all of those roles and they played them absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Like, just so good. Which, the bromance. The bromance is awesome. And I feel like their relationship was my favorite in, in Hot Fuzz than any mm. of the, the relationship between their two characters and yeah. any of the other movies. Like, I think that mm. one was the, the coolest. Because um, that's what's built on, really. Yeah. All three movies are just about, like, both of them. Two and guys. Two brothers. Two brothers <laughs> in a <the> van. <laughs> and this movie does it so well, where it's like, the bro... Okay, it's so easy for freaking lazy filmmakers to just be like, oh, I want to have this bromantic thing going on. And I'll just make a bunch of funny gay joke, haha. But this movie doesn't feel the need to do that. It's just funny in general. Just because it's so melodramatic when they talk to each other. And it's so much like... It's like they're saying lines out of a rom-com. And it's so... 
funny that it's played with a straight face. Like, the one line that always makes me, like, piss myself laughing is when he's like, when he's like, it's okay, you just gotta learn to turn off that big brain of yours. And he's like, that's the thing. And it's like, I love that. It's so, so melodramatic so and romantic, and it's just, oh, it's so good. But it's sincere. You actually care about their friendship. Yeah. It's not just a joke. You, you're like, man. It's a joke hmm. and also sincere. And that's the whole movie is it's a joke and also sincere. Yeah. Freaky. I love that. That's <laughs> great. That's a great way to explain it. Oh. Dang. What made you squee the most? Most of the movie, honestly, but probably the whole the whole scene when they when they decide to go and start killing everyone, especially like the grocery store when they go in there oh, and they yeah. have all the one-liner jokes and they are just like even the other officers who have been terrible the whole time finally decide to just kind of change everything and and they start making jokes and like when he like they shoot the tomato oh jar yeah and it's all over him he looks like he's covered in blood but he's just this is tomato sauce and he's yeah. like. It's gr- I, I love that whole scene. Every Pretty much everything that... That was the most engaged I think I was the whole movie was mm-hmm. that part. I was just dying the whole time. It was so good. Like, all three of these movies are already just about the culmination at the end where everything builds up to this incredible yeah. moment. And Shaun of the Dead, you know, the last part of it is the most scary moment. And this is the most, like, action-packed, balls-to-the-walls, epic, epic yeah. moment. And, like... And it, and it feels so earned and all of it is just so and that's where the reincorporation becomes even more satisfying that and the freaking the sea mine too oh my that god yeah, yeah, Phil, like when mine. you think it's also and they come in and he's like oh and he throws the thing at him and he's like you f or whatever and then you f and c word and then and then all of a sudden he just like freaking blows up the mine and then oh he like, he shoots freaking what's his face with the yeah shotgun. and which then, Okay. It's just, what the frick? <laughs> the last scene of this movie is, like, the most checklisty scene in the entire movie, and I love it. Because it's like... What else did we not throw yeah, in Yeah, what really did we quick? forget? Oh, a heroic sacrifice. Oh, a fake-out death. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. a building explosion. We gotta have all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. It doesn't feel like it comes out of nowhere, you know? It, it still feels like it, it built up. Anyway, yeah, freaking sea mine. I, lo- I love Filch in this movie. Just Good like, old Filch. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. Is that your favorite game? I do. Th- it's probably one of my favorites. Nice. Um, I forgot to mention this. Where he but has this to is... translate it to the one guy, and then he and translates then... to him, and then he says... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so... Oh, yeah, where he's like, Bitch, jump! <laughs> and he like hits it with the butt of his freaking. No, I think my favorite gag is the reoccurring joke with the female cop making sex jokes. Oh, that's funny too. And like, it's so, and, and like, like the <laughs> weird filch guy is like re- <laughs> repeating, like how how she's like, you know, I don't mind. She's like, oh, I don't know, I don't mind a midnight gobble. <laughs> and then he's like, cock. <laughs> it's just like, just like that stuff. Or how she's like. She's like, and they're like, oh, they had the, <clears throat> they had the convertible down, and they got their heads chopped off. She's like, oh, I kind of like having my top off. She's like, yeah, and he's like, tats, <laughs> and it's just, it, it's so stupid. Like that, I love. Oh, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Favorite gag has to be when they're talking. It's the where friend. he puts them in the trunk of the car, and they like ride off, and and he's talking about, it and he's like. 
It's like, your dad, you know, we need to stop him. He's elected himself judge, jury, and executioner. And he's like, he's not judge, jury, and executioner. And he's like, <laughs> yes, he is. And he doesn't even bother correcting him. I love that gag so much. That is pretty good. It's the term judge, Judy, and execution. <laughs> so funny. Uh, what, what about Ukraine? Um, there's a couple, actually, that I was thinking of. Um, one of my favorite reoccurring gags is when they're like, what do you want to... When He's like, are you doing anything tonight? And he's like, no. And they, it's just pub? And then they just go to... Like, every night, that's what they do. They go, they go to the pub. Um, yeah. and, um, and he gets the cranberry juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every time you see like the dramatic feeling of all their beers and then just like a beer switches out with the cranberry juice. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know if it counts as a goof. It made me laugh every time it happened. But when, um, when he would only really have like big realizations about the case when they went to the shop and bought ice cream. And the lady yeah. asked oh, a question, yeah, yeah. and then he was like, "Oh!" And then he had like almost a Matrix moment where he's like thinking about everything, yeah. and and he no, like wait. makes yeah, a realization like five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they but repeat it, it like, like but he, he like only like five makes, times in his head. <laughs> yeah, he like only makes breaks in the case when they go get ice cream. I think that's a pretty funny bit. Cornetto. Did did the ice cream, Cornetto, which I noticed this time around. In Shaun of the Dead, both of them, when they have the ice cream, it's the red flavor. And then in this one, it's the blue flavor. That's kind of cool. That's that's kind of neat. I mean, it's not a goof, but oh my gosh. That's I, a great, I didn't even think about that gag. But yeah. now that you brought it up, that's funny that every time he comes to that realization. Yeah. Because he's always like, man, it's going good. We try yeah. to do this. But it's actually, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, it's actually, where it's like. It's the one swan. It's just the one swan, like, no catching them killers then. <laughs> It's, it's just, just a, a one, one killer, killer, actually. actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How have we not talked about when they go back to his house and they're watching the cop movies? Like, that uh, whole sequence. I was going to bring that up, but yeah. that is like my second favorite. Oh, where they're, like, cutting between. That's where the editing is, like, like just really the best. Good. Where he's, like, oh, the one shot that specifically I'm, like, that is genius is when it's the drunk guy and then you see the freaking hooded guy come up to him and then he smashes him on the head and you see him fall and it perfectly transitions into, sh- uh, not Sean, but Nicholas sitting on the couch. Like, oh, or where he's like, where he's like, uh, Bad Boys 2 or Point Break. And he's like, I don't know, which do you prefer? And he's like, no, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? And he's like, you gotta be pulling my leg. And then it cuts to freaking the, the guy dragging. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so clever. And really, the oh, I love the editing in this movie. Like, it's, it should be shown in film school with how perfect it is. Really? Like, really, like, the comedy and everything. and oh, It's just paced. I, perfect. I, I don't know if I've seen a better paced movie. It's so mm. on, on time with everything. Yeah. I really enjoy that. And the whole swan gag. The swan gag is really funny. It's and like, yeah, the swan thing and kills him at the yeah. end. So dumb. He's got a long, slender neck, a uh, bit of black around the eyes, a big orange bill. Any mm. other notable characteristics? It's a swan. <laughs> I love that. I, uh, it's a swan. So much of this movie, of, of all of this trilogy, is just like, man, I love that moment. And man, I love that moment. 
because this movie is just full of like awesome, incredible, moments. iconic moments. Really. Yeah, just filled with it. Yeah, oh. especially this one. Oh my god! To me, yeah. anyway. And it brought back the jumping over the fence gag, which, which yeah is in every single movie. Yeah, it's great. What's the matter? Never taken a shortcut before. He jumps over <laughs> it. I'll, I love how he does a flip over the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Just his epicness as a cop. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, gosh. I love it. Or his... Good times. I don't, um, I don't even know. I don't even know. There's so much. Do we like, want to talk about favorite scene? Frick, I think we... We kind of did. I don't know. I think... Do, do we have anything else to say about... Part, what, how how does this rank? That's, oh, that's yeah. Great. Rank, rank, ranking. Yeah. Do how does this rank with all three? You go you go first, Cran. Uh this is my favorite one. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Freak yeah. Why, yep. why why is that? Um because I was never bored. There was never a yeah. single moment where I was like, I wish something else was happening on the screen. Like every single moment felt mm-hmm. intentional and like I was supposed to be paying attention. And so I did. I I really I really 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 enjoyed this one. So on a ranking scale, one to ten, this is my ten. I love this movie. It's my favorite one. Frick, it's, it's so good. I I guess I'll go next. But I I would honestly rate this movie a ten as well. I I think it's a freaking. I think it's probably a perfect movie. Like I really have no criticisms with it <coughs> whatsoever. Like, it seriously is just a perfect movie. That being said, I'm going to put it on the third when it comes to favorites. It's the third? Really? Yeah. But it ranked yeah. higher than Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. That's it got a better score, like, but it's less? Mm-hmm. Well, because that's the thing. is like I've talked about this before, how, how a movie doesn't have to be a 10 to like fully connect with you. Mm-hmm. And a movie doesn't... Yeah. like. And this movie, I'm, I'm the least emotionally invested... But I do think it's like a perfect movie, and I could literally watch it any day of the week. When I was talking about my family, this was actually this was Hot Fuzz is my sister's favorite, and my dad's is uh, Shaun of the Dead, and my favorite is Baby Driver, which we'll get into later. <laughs> but anyway, how does it rank for you? It's number one. Number one. Yeah, this one's my favorite. Nice. I, I really, like I said, I have nostalgia from cop movies. Oh, I all yeah. came back into this one, whereas mm-hmm. I was never a fan of like zombie movies and then the other one was just so left field and like mm-hmm. I love all of them but this one just hit home for me and had all the elements of the other ones that I like but with a, a story that is definitely the most likable to me mm-hmm. so yeah I would say definitely 10 out of 10 it's I a perfect it's definitely, I want to show my dad I think he's oh like freaking please do I feel like anyone's <laughs> so, dad will love this movie well my dad's a cop too and I, I think he'd goof on it <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, he'd, anyway it'd be a good time yeah. So what I'm hearing is Which you we, and I could sit down and watch this movie and just enjoy ourselves uh, for an hour out. and a half, two hours, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Maybe make out. <laughs> Who knows, dude? Dog, I freaking yeah. love this movie. <laughs> I I could I could seriously watch this any day of the week. Like it's a good time. I I so good. I could watch it tonight and be fully satisfied. I could mm-hmm. watch any of these anytime. I I love them. I and this one is just yeah. oh, it's a perfect film. It mm-hmm. might. It might be second. No, no, it's probably still third, but... Stand by your answer. Yeah. It's a good time, Yeah, though. which I... Okay. I, I, I guess I just have, like, some small notes that I want to freaking bring then, up. Yeah, hit them out, and then we'll go to the next uh, one. Oh, they say the greater good 
a lot in the entire movie. Yeah. But they do it in a way where you don't really you don't really pick up on it. But what's interesting is I think you do at the cold part. Oh yeah, at the very end. Like yeah, obviously, yeah. But like towards the beginning, like he's talking to the hotel manager or something, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's not really about what uh, you know, it's not really about what I think is right. It's it's more about the greater good. And they're like, mm, the greater good. And anytime someone says the greater good, like, mm. they repeat it. Mm. And then at the end, it's brought back because they're like the greater good, and they're repeating it, and it's like. That's yeah. so clever. That's so freaking clever. Yeah, like, we yeah. haven't even really talked about the big plot twist of, like, it's the whole town. Which I feel like could be really unsatisfying if it wasn't done well, but this was done really freaking yeah, well. Yeah, it was good. Like, oh, yeah. I mm, I love how, like, small-towny they are. Oh, yeah. How they're like, quick thing before we start, she decided to name her <laughs> twins... Carol and this, and they're like, oh, it's like so stupid because they're yeah. talking about killing people and crap and crusty jugglers, but crusty jugglers and the, the, the human statue. <laughs> I love that gag. That's it's a really good gag. So stupid. And then they go down there, and it's like everyone's dead, all the oh. dead bodies, and then the human statue's just yeah. like a great big bushy beard. You know, like just everything about that. I just. Oh, it's so cool. One more, anyway. one more thing. I, I, one more thing. I really do want to say, really super fast about this movie is yeah, do. the gore in this movie was oh done God. really well. I think. Yeah, it's nice. Like the moment where the the church thing falls on that dude's head. Oh my gosh, oh. I squirmed, bro. I was like, oh. like yeah, that was hard yeah. to watch. And and yeah. um, 100%. the first little moment of gore when they pan. On the street, like it's like the 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 trail of blood, and then it pans over to the heads. I was like, oh, well, like I was yeah. not, I was not expecting them oh, to like crap. just show the heads, and they're like his glasses are all tilted, and he's like ah, you know. But yeah, yeah, it was. It's I was good like, looking Ooh. practical effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's really yeah. And and it goes back to like Edgar Wright really knows how to not make. How do I say this? Basically, he, he makes everything about the movie comedic except for the villains. Like, he has funny moments here and there, you know, like, the greater good, shut it! You know, but he always keeps them at that status of, like, intimidating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when, when gore happens, it's not funny. It's freaking terrifying yeah. and mm -hmm. really, really, really well done. Like, I'd always seen this movie as a kid edited. So I never saw the church thing Fall uh, on falling on him. Oh, shoot. I only saw a cut to the dead body. So like when it's just completely embedded in him and he's like stumbling <laughs> around, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's obvious how they the did it, one. but it's just so well done. Because yeah. what they did was just like, they had just like a, a suit that's just kind of a triangle over him. Uh -huh. That's the church thing. But it does not look like that at all. Like, you can tell how it was done, but... Oh, 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 oh. Mm -hmm. oh yeah, no, does it good. look good. Oh, gosh. I was actually going to bring up how the blood yeah, effects are Yeah, it's an honorable great. mention, for sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what about favorite scenes, dog? What, before we close this one out, because, you know, we got three tens all across the board. Yeah. Favorite scene, go. Cat movies, watching them together, getting drunk. That was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Getting drunk time. with the boys, having a bunch of romantic moments. Heck yeah, yeah, it was a good time. What about you, Crayon? Favorite moment? Favorite movie? <coughs> Not favorite movie. Favorite scene? 
Um, my favorite scene is the giant, the battle against the town at the end when he rides in on the horse and he's got the two shotguns oh, and he's got everything strapped yeah. to him and and he's and him and him and his buddy are just taking them all out. I love that part. Doing oh, and the kids, the so kids, funny. the kids when he's like, yes! he's like, go 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 go, and the kids like go up there and they like grab her out of the window and she's like, oh, she like falls backwards into the window. Yeah. That's it's so it's so it's just it's good. good it's good it's wild I love it and I thought you were talking about literally the big action scene where they're in the miniature model of the town oh that's good too and the that sound is design too. is like the sound design literally sounds like a freaking kaiju movie like all of the effects are like <laughs> like it's a, yeah. like it's a real life size town which is so funny and the freaking the the the, the, the oh. town's bike getting impaled, Go, oh, oh, which is a bit of dramatic irony because you know he pushed the thing, but yeah, like yeah, ho, yeah. Ho, holy shoot, yeah. did that make me so oh, uncomfortable? Yeah, I was like, ah! and he's like talking when he fires his gun in the air and says, "Ah, I love it." I'm gonna need oh. some ice cream, like ooh. What? Favorite scene for me. This is actually what I was gonna bring up earlier, but. Favorite scene has to be the very beginning when he's kicking the kids out of the bar. That is honestly mm. so funny. <laughs> it is really funny. I like you, that one. When's your birthday? February 22nd. What year? Every year. Get out. <laughs> when's, oh my God. Me and my sister, every February 22nd, we send each other a text that's just that clip. Every year. Every that's year. Because so it's her favorite. And, oh yes, good year. Well, yeah. Uh, overall, it's a good time. freaking great movie. If you love cop movies, even if you hate cop movies, I feel like if you hate or if you love cop movies or if you're indifferent, this movie is great. This movie is just great in general. Yeah, you don't you have to your... be a freaking like. Well, if you analyze the frames and the, you know, yeah. you don't have to be like that guy no. to think this is because it's so fun. If you want your action pingle to get a tingle, this is the movie. Yeah, that will do that. You bunch you. of crusty jugglers. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, so good, so good. Epic style. Three tens across the board. Yeah. All right. So the last movie in the Cornetto trilogy is The World's End, and since yeah. you guys explained it, Sam gets to explain I this will. movie. Uh, so The World's End. This is about guys being dudes, you know. Just dudes being guys. Just guys being gay. Show me a dick. <laughs> anyway, no, no. Um, so I actually showed you this one first. Oh, out of really? All of them. Yeah. You remember. I know. I know. Gosh I'm dang just, it. I'm just being a bastard. <laughs> but no, no, no. But but yeah, this is a movie about how many friends? Five Five. Yeah, five. Five friends who decide to go on the Golden Mile, where they go to twelve pubs and they have a drink at each one of them. A pint. A pint. I got a pint. Can't yeah, we settle them. this over a pint? It's so. Yeah, but keep but in mind, the thing they've is, they've done it before. They did it as as yeah, teenagers. but they didn't get to finish it. But they so only made it to number nine. I can't even remember how far. They I think seven. No, they blew off the last three, so nine. Yeah, yeah nine. Nine. Right. nine. Now, uh, yeah, this movie. Uh, I love the weird turn that it takes. Oh my gosh, that was the biggest plot twist. Because that's the thing, is that like when this came on Netflix, in the thumbnail video, because you know how when you hover over a movie, it shows a little clip of it? It shows the bathroom scene. 
and Edgar Wright got freaking pissed because he's like, that's a big reveal. I wanted yeah, to keep huge. that a secret. I, that's like the whole thing. A, yeah, 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 and that's that's the best way to watch this movie is not knowing freaking like what it's gonna turn into. Oh my gosh, this one is definitely the biggest plot twist. Oh yeah, I went in completely happens. blind. I was like, I am nice. not watching any trailers. I am just, I'm just doing it. Exactly, and Sam told me, like, he never told me. He's like, bro, this movie's awesome. It's about these guys who do this drinking thing, and then they do it again. It's just a great time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? And I, and I like knew that, but I honestly wasn't even interested in watching the movie because of the description he yeah. gave me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, that's probably a good movie, but like, I just am not like super like dying to watch it right now. Yeah. And then when we watched it, it was just. Insanity. It's just not what I was. Well, I well I started God. watching well, how it. How awesome! I just I started watching it and I was like, wow, this one is not as good as the other ones. Like, there's no twist. There's, it's just dudes going to get drinks, and then the bat and then bathroom scene happened, yeah. and I was, you know, oh, it's, oh yeah, this, and it that's was crazy. I, it's interesting, and it was to still hear you like say that because for me it was like. Um, th- that was the first one I watched out of all three. So mm-hmm. like that was kind of like head first into the Edgar Wright surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the rest of them for me were like, okay, yeah, no, I know something's gonna happen. So I, it's interesting hearing your perspective, having seen the other two before this. Mm-hmm. One. That's crazy. Yeah, and I was like, I don't. You're gonna say something else? Yeah, I started the movie and I was like, this is so normal. I was like, that's so weird. And I and I kept mm-hmm. thinking, I was like, what's gonna happen? Like, there has to be something, but. The direction that they took it in, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, what? At first I thought I was yeah. like, is he on drugs? Like, did they, did did his pints get drugged or something? Like, he just knocked that kid's head yeah, off. Yeah, you're like, like, what the freak's yeah. happening? <laughs> it was, I was not, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect when it was so normal at first. I, st- I was still enjoying it because there was still, like, comedy and... Oh, it's still funny. Yeah, and it was still good. And, like, nice and witty. But... I there will say, no... out of all three of them, the dialogue is the quickest in this. Like, so much is freaking, really like, fast. the dialogue yeah. is just so, like, quippy, and I I love the dialogue so much in this movie. And I, I don't know, there's so much that I appreciate and that I love about this movie. Like, just just all of the little things. Like, I, I adore the action sequences, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think... I think it's fair to say that these are the most insane out of the entire trilogy. Probably, like, yeah. I think the world's end is they're the just most insane. Wild, like they're ripping off arms and like hitting each other with them and freaking cracking people's skulls open, and mm-hmm. it's so crazy and it's so fast and it's drunk British people. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> how do we know you're not one of them? How would I? How else would I know that? Uh, it says King Gary right above you. It actually says it King say Gay. King well, somebody must have scratched it out. <laughs> King Gay. <laughs> and like freaking five minutes afterwards, he's like, King Gay. <laughs> it's so, oh my gosh. And okay, so what, what do we think is like, what do we think about this movie, first of all? And what do we think is kind of the, uh, the, star? the star of the show? Okay, I will go first. Mm. I think the star of this movie is the surprise. Mm. The mm. Kinder Surprise Egg, yeah. The Kinder Surprise Egg. You really, you really go into the movie saying, I'm so excited, I wonder what's inside. Yeah. Dude, and then it is not what you think at all. <laughs> and, and so, like, that for me is, I think that's the biggest appeal to it almost, mm. is that, like, when, when, I, when it first started happening, I was like, 
wait, no, I don't want this to happen almost. Yeah. This is weird. What the frig is going on? Yeah. Like, I thought this was going to be this kind of movie. I don't yeah. want this movie. But then, like, the more you do it, the more you're just like, wow. Like, <coughs> who would have thought? This is happening. But I think okay. that's what makes this movie so unique um, from, from the others is, is that. Because, like, the other mm. ones, I'll say that with Shaun of the Dead, like, it's just kind of like, okay, it's going to go right into zombies. Like, yeah. pretty quick. You know what it's going to be. It's called Shaun of the Dead. Introduce you to the characters, mm. and then, boom, zombies are happening, yep. you know? And then with the, with the other one, it's like, okay, he's a cop, boom, you know, some action's going to happen right Criminal. there. The whole thing's kind of, yeah. Yeah. So there's not really any like, you know. I mean, obviously the 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 um, cult is part of it, you know, which is kind of like a plot twist, you know. But yeah. like, there was always going to be something fishy. It's a cop movie, you know. It's still on track. Yeah, it's still yeah. on track. This, this one, one is just not at all. <laughs> you know, like, what the? <laughs> yeah, and so I think that's the crowning jewel of this movie to me is the the element of surprise. Yeah. All right. What what about thine? Um. Part? I'm going to I'm going to second that except I'm not going to I'm going I'll, I'll I'm going to change what it's called. I would say Oh, alter it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to alter it a little bit. I would say the insanity of this movie where it's like Oh, yeah. The insanity. Where it's like you know what's going on and it's like okay, cool, cool, cool. And then the bathroom scene happens and at least I don't know about you guys, but for me for the rest of the movie, I was like what is happening? Literally, what yeah, is going on? Like, like just the rest yeah. of the time, I was like, I was, I don't know. And like, I will say there was one moment that was pretty, pretty extremely predictable for me. And that was when um, uh, the guy went into the bathroom. I can't remember his name, uh, but one of the friends went into the bathroom by himself. Oliver. Immediately when he was like, I got to go to the loo. And then he went by himself. I was like, he's gone. He's done. He's one of those. He's a blank. But other than that, I didn't see nearly any of it coming. I was like <laughs> yeah. on my on my toes the whole time, like what is happening and what is gonna happen next. Yeah, totally. And I will say with that reveal, like that one is kind of a bizarre reveal because it's not really a reveal. Like the more it, it's like the more the scenes go on after Oliver comes back from the bathroom, the more obvious it is like okay he's one of them yeah and it literally just becomes more and more and more obvious that like okay this dude is freaking he's 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 a blank Mm -hmm. and so i don't know why he did that and i feel like it's almost to the movie's detriment yeah because it's like like well not like oh the whole thing hinges on that but it's like it's kind of weird that he chose to do that that isn't actually good which I'll say the I'll, I'll say it first before anyone else does. I feel like this movie is definitely the black sheep out of the three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the first two are definitely companion pieces, and they they feel like they fit together. Similar, yeah. This one not at all. This it, one does feel it has the same feel, but it's yeah, a, but it's way different. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's because it, 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 it's it, it doesn't have that parody element too. Because no, like Hot Fuzz is so mm-hmm. obviously a parody and. And if they were trying to go for that with a sci-fi twist, I don't feel like they did it well. No. Yeah. Because it's not, like, incredibly It's just so obvious. unique. It's an interesting... It really, like, really Because even just the movie of the idea of doing the Golden Mile and, yeah. like, that whole stuff, that's a great idea for a movie in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, then you add the ele- that element to it, and it's just, like, something completely new. And, oh, and yeah. I've never thought of or heard of or seen anything like it before, no. honestly. <laughs> And I love unique movies. I love movies that you watch it and you're like, okay, 
nothing else is even close to what this is. I think yeah. that was the best way to introduce me to Edgar Wright was watching that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Like, I think might as well just get it out of the way right at the beginning. It's like, what the frick? This is not a normal director. Although, and these mm-hmm. are not Scott Pilgrim, ones. too. Scott Pilgrim is... Uh, he still hasn't seen Scott Pilgrim. I haven't he seen Scott to. Pilgrim Some either. parts of it. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, my god! Yeah, I know. That is... Okay. I, do I hear another, a movie night brewing? Oh, yeah. dude, come over. You won't bet, coward. You won't kiss me. Bet, it. cowards. Bet, cowards. Give me, give me a day you're free. Bet, you won't cowards. have gay intercourse with me. I will say, um, I noticed a lot of little mini callbacks and references to both Hot oh, Fuzz so and many. Shaun of the Dead, and I thought they were so clever. Wait, to Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz? Yeah. In the oh, world. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, and like one of them, my, the most notable one, at least in my opinion, and like the one that I was like, oh, hey, Shaun of the Dead, uh, is when they're in the bar and they're trying, and they es- try to escape out the back <laughs> and they open the door and it's just a flood of blanks and they close the door and like look at each other. That's a very Shaun of the Dead esque moment. Oh, yeah. Especially because oh, yeah. that happens in Shaun wa- of the Dead. I need to watch this again. Dude, they get yeah. so much better when you rewatch them. Like, like every comparison. Edgar Wright movie just gets so much better the more Dang. you watch. So I um when I bought when I when I went to go rent them, um it was only a dollar more to buy them. So I bought Hot Fuzz, and um, I'm going oh, yeah, to buy yeah. I'm going to buy Shaun of the Dead because these are ones I, I'm not a mm. super big movie rewatcher, but these ones I could rewatch over and over again. To be honest with you, oh, I loved yeah. these. They're almost designed to because they're. Every Edgar Wright movie is so crammed with details and and little subtleties and callbacks and just everything about it is meant to like be rewatchable. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's I don't know. There are filmmakers that I am keeping an eye on, like uh, what's his face, David Lynch, where his movies almost are pointless on a first watch because it's like there's so much that you're just like, okay. But you're meant to rewatch it, and and that frustrates me because it's like if I don't like it the first time, then why am I gonna want to rewatch it? Yeah, like that's just frustrating. But these, it's like first time's fun, thirtieth time is fun, and I've seen these movies for so long, and I'm still not even remotely sick of them. I'm not even remotely like, okay, I I do want to skip this part so I can get to that. Oh, and and this part's fun, but I I want to skip a, like nothing. Yeah, and. Uh, I guess going back to the the crowning jewel, pun intended, because Gary King, mm. I I honestly think my favorite part of this movie is Gary King. Like, Gary King as a character is so... He's the most interesting. He really he is, out of all of them. And it's so wildly different from Sean and Nicholas Angel. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with um, his relationship with... Uh, what, what's his name? His oh, name is Andy, you stupid piece of shit. But the point is... Him. Yeah, their relationship between... And it's not just like, oh, let's just swap this one's dumb, this one funny. Like, you can do that. You can, like, if you strip everything down, then yeah, that's what it is. But there's so much more to it than that. Like, the relationship of Gary King and his friend... Andy. But that relationship (laughs) is... okay. It's like a broken up, toxic relationship. You know, like, the very first introduction is like, oh, I love him, you know, he's a great guy. But then when we see him in the future, it's like, hey, you have a friend to see you. And he looks at him and he's like, no, I don't. And it's like, shoot. And, you know, it reminded me a lot of my relationship with The Last Jedi, I feel 
<laughs> is it not? Am I wrong? I can't believe you just made that parallel. But it's it, like his relationship, like the whole friend group, I feel like is just the heart and soul of this movie. It's so fun to watch him just talk and reminisce and and joke and bag on each other and just all of that oh, stuff yeah. is so fun and like really yeah, charming. Really you know? charming, yeah. And the dialogue, I'm just... Oh my gosh, there there are lines in this movie that, as a kid, I watched them and I loved them so much that I was like, if I'm ever gonna do a monologue, I'm gonna do this. Mm. I love it, and I would yeah, like recite them in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, I love this scene. Really ah, I mm. speaking of like dialogue and moments and stuff, can we talk about the LOLs? What made us LOL? Oh yeah. Can I start? I thought you were talking about the WTFs. No, we'll talk. I was about, about to say what the. Freak does WTF me. Anyway, so my favorite line, and it's probably the one that I laughed out loud to when we were watching it. I remember it was when he's talking about like what they did back in the day. He's like, and you know, we uh, and he like makes a hand gesture. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like F. F'd. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just says it. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know what it was, but I just. Gary King, and then just that line, just everything about him, the childishness, and oh, everyone yeah. looks at him just like an idiot. But everything he has like about he has such an interesting like mm-hmm. dynamic that he brings to everything, just being this kind of wild card who is washed like up. really smart, but also like really washed up and like pathetic. Once, just pathetic, yeah, trying to figure out his meaning and like he, and so stubborn about this dumb golden mile thing mm-hmm. that like even to the last moment he still wants to drink it yeah. all. I, when the world is ending. Mm-hmm. I love this. He's so, ah, gosh dang it! I love it. I love it so much. I'll, 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 I'll say my favorite one next. I, my favorite is probably, because there's so much about this that I'm like, that's that's iconic and freaking hilarious. Yeah. My favorite entire sequence, like of the, of the movie, like comedically, is. The very last scene when, well, not the very last, but the last scene where they're talking to freaking. Talking to the voice. Yeah, and it's Bill. I was gonna talk about as my favorite scene. Oh my gosh, I love. I can just get like just them being like these drunk. Like I read the script, (laughs) and literally at the very beginning, it's like Andy. That was freaking. But they're like Andy steps from behind the bar, acting as. Gary's drunk lawyer and I'm like yeah that's about it <laughs> and that whole scene is just the funniest thing where he's like what does he say he's saying we're a bunch of f-ups hey it is our basic human right to be f-ups like just everything about that whole scene how they're like no you're just you're just men two drunk men three drunk men <laughs> and then he freaking descends down and they're like are oh, you f up now it's the fucking three musketeers like, just all of the build-up and everything to this stupid, pathetic moment that's just the dumbest thing. And I, I, I love it. Just something about this super intelligent being just arguing with this stupid, these drunk idiots. Yeah. And at the end, he's just like, it's, it's pointless arguing with you. <laughs> it's like, I I'll love just it. Leave. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, F it. <laughs> so dumb. What, what about you, Garrett? I don't remember specifically, like, anything that made me, like, I know, cause, because when I watched this, I had to kind of multitask. I was on a train when I watched this. Oh. I was just watching it on my phone. 
Um, but Shoot. there was one moment that on the train I went, <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but there was, it was one moment that made me literally like laugh out loud in a public place. Um, but it was probably, honestly, it was probably one of, uh, Gary's like little one-liners whether, you know, it was them like just chilling at the table. It, it might've been around the time when they were like figure, kind of figuring out what was going on and they were sitting around the table acting completely normal and they had blue stuff like all over them, but they were still like acting totally normal. Like nothing was wrong. Yeah. And they were all like was whispering the- to them like this. And then all the, the blanks would all just like do the mm, and like stare at them. <laughs> I know the scene. I know but the scene. It, it's when they're talking about pronouns. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. how you say it? It's either one of them or it's one of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, we gotta come up with a better name. These pronouns are confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a pronoun is. We just used one. I did it. What is? It. It's it a pronoun. Is? Christ! <laughs> yeah, it like might have been around there, but that like, that scene where the, right after they figure out something's fishy going on, and they they're like, "Okay, we just have to act totally normal," but they still have like the blue stuff all over them, and they're acting like super <laughs> shady, but 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 not. It's that's I love it. I love it so much. Oh, it's, it's really good. I okay. I I, I should say this freaking. I think that out of all three of them, I, well, I don't want to go into ranking yet, but I'll say out of all three of them, this movie emotionally is the most impactful to me. Like, really? not only does it like connect with me personally as someone who, you know, sometimes looks back and thinks maybe things, maybe I was better in the past. Maybe everything in the past was so much better than it is now, that nostalgia, you know, mm. but... Or but like, like one moment that was yeah, just awesome and, and everything mm-hmm. else just seems downhill. Yeah. But just that character and everything man, just everything about him just like so desperate to like reclaim anything. Like when he's talking about the car, the beast, he's they're like, This is the same beast. He's like, Yeah, you know, had to replace the brakes, engine, steering, windshield wipers, the whole front console really, had to replace the seats, had to replace this, but aside from that, you know, it's the same old car. And it's like Someone, just the idea of someone who's so willing to like pour endless amounts of money into this stupid car just because he's so nostalgic for it, and that's just how he is in his I life. Love, I love when he just like screams. What is it? It's like it's everything I have. Yeah, it's all I've got. Like right at the Oh end. my god. Yeah, when he's trying See, to get the beer, but his but Andy's and not like, letting him. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, there's no point. This is not worth it. We're like, yeah. I feel like with this movie. It has a theme that is a little bit different. Obviously, it does have mm-hmm. a theme that's a little different. But I guess what I'm saying is that, like we talked about the social commentary in uh, Hot Fuzz a little mm-hmm. bit, I think this one is kind of an interesting like expose, as you will, on uh, humanity and mm-hmm. like like our <coughs> our stubbornness as humans mm-hmm. and things like that. And and the reason Gary King is so interesting is because he's the case study. He's the main center of focus of it. And it, it's yeah. teaching you, you know, in this dumb, crazy plot twist, action-packed psycho movie about about you, about yourself. Yeah. About the things you hold on to and, like, whether that's good or not, if there's some elements of that that are good. Mm-hmm. I love that. It made, it definitely made, it was definitely the most emotionally impactful, I think, to me. I think that's why... Oh, I, I cry I, every time I watch this so movie. Good. Like, that... That fight scene between Andy and Gary at the end. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I actually, like, cry every time I see that scene. It's so powerful to me. And 
I mm, I will also recognize that this movie is like kind of the worst out of the trilogy. Like really? there there there's a lot more holding it back than the rest. I think. Like once again, you know, you don't have the parody element, which like that's not like oh I take point off, but like there's it just a fit lot with of the trilogy. Yeah, it, it, it. We were talking a lot about how the villains are always menacing. In yeah. this, I don't think it's that way. I think the villains, the villain in this, is a lot less menacing and like, it, it, like Shaun of the Dead, the zombies and the cult. They're they're so much more menacing than the blanks. And, really? And, yeah. You think so? Like, yeah. I like something hmm. about this movie, and I will say the entire ending sequence of the post-apocalyptic thing. It just kind of feels weak and a bit just out Weird. of place. Like, I it's didn't too really far. I like the post apocalyptic Yeah, I don't. I think out of all of them, this has undoubtedly the worst ending. And I personally think it's one of, like, it's the worst out of the trilogy. But that being said, it's freaking hands down my favorite. Because just because of how emotional. Oh my god. And the fact yes. that you called dibs on, have, on you being uh, Gary King in the thumbnail. <laughs> right, Frick. I see, would not allow it because I love Gary King. See, for me, um, mm-hmm. this movie also ranks the lowest out of the three. Mm-hmm. However, oh. I could do with a whole movie set in the post-apocalyptic world. Oh yeah, I think that would go. Definitely. So I, 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 I kind of liked the end where it, it like. Showed him walking really? into the tavern, and he was really? like, mm-hmm. and he was like, we don't serve your kind. And he was like, me and my friends here are thirsty, so I'll ask again. Five waters. Like, I don't know. I really liked yeah. the ending. I really did. And That's so crazy. That, and like, I don't know. I guess, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I did. Really, I like having contrast, especially on the podcast, because oh, it's yeah. interesting. It's mm-hmm. boring when we're just like, that's good. That's yes, good. that's yes, also very good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of boring. Which is, I'm, I'm kind of more with Sam on my feeling. I felt like it felt out of place, but mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting that you, you feel like that's something that you liked yeah. about it and you're interested in. Because I, I think maybe, I mean, others obviously he was interested in it. That's why he did it. Mm-hmm. I understand what he was going for, because that scene out of all of them seems like it's the most that's parodying a sci-fi like an 80s kind of sci-fi movie yeah you know because they have like the on the nose racism freaking whatever yeah. and it's just like that seems the most like it but it's still that i feel like that still doesn't hold a candle to anything in shawn of the dead or the world's end but mm. i think this is the funniest out of all of them really personally i i laugh freaking every time this movie <laughs> like any almost every scene i'm laughing at something and or or I'm just like crazy, like just looking at their performances and being like, man, they're awesome, because it would be so easy for them as the night goes on to just kind of like stop acting as drunk, and they're just like, woo, I'm the little buzz, but like consistently they act more drunk throughout the entire movie, and it's and and it's a small detail, but it's 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 cool, and I. Just the little moments, like when he's talking to Sam, the girl, and he's like, he's in the disabled with her, and she's like, you know, he's like, you know, we could still fool around, and she's like, Carrie, what happened to you? He's like, nothing. Nothing happened. She's like, no shit. And just like every, like just those little moments of like, wow, this dude is kind 
because the whole time he's just this like over the top like yeah hurrah hurrah you know it's but, gonna be like the old days but like there's just this depression and just pain in the character that's just you feel bad for him the whole time yeah you really do and like ah, oh, you hate him he's kind of oh, the, yeah, worst. He's the worst but he's just the most i think he's the most interesting out of arguably the entire trilogy and i know that we were talking oh, about God. this um mm-hmm. just a second ago like it was being mentioned um just a minute ago uh but the comedy in this one um to, for me, honestly, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, really? yeah, I either thought I really, yeah, I, I either I either was like, wow, that was really funny, and it made me chuckle and it made me laugh, or I was like, ah, that joke was all right. It wasn't super funny, you know. At least for me, it was like it was the joke was either really funny or I didn't really find it that funny at all. What was an example of a joke you didn't find funny? Oh gosh. Um, yeah that is kind of putting me on the spot i'm not like i'm not like being like oh you're wrong because like comedy is so ridiculously subjective Subjective, like um it's not even funny (laughs) are we still i don't know like the a joke that i did find funny was like was that joke you were mentioning earlier where it was like this looks like the car i sold you in 1998 this is the car you sold oh, me yeah. in 1998. And he was like, like, it's the same model? Nope, it's the same car. Um, that one I found yeah. funny, but like one that I didn't find funny would be like, um, I don't know, like the two, the two brothers, uh, brothers or friends or whoever it was at the bar that were the humans at the bar who were, who were like, yeah, great job. You're messing all this up. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, I remember them. I didn't, I didn't find their inclusion too funny and it wasn't supposed to be like a big part of it it really wasn't it's just a little teeny tiny thing but Mm -hmm. i don't know nothing they said i really laughed at i was like huh okay yeah yeah i i I get you i mm, that's one thing i love about all three of these movies and i feel like this one's especially is the comedy always kind of serves a purpose to like show how badly a character is you know how how blank a character is feeling. Yeah. Pun intended. Mm. But but you know it's like like you can take any of the jokes in the movie and kind of put them under a microscope and it's like oh this is actually saying something about the character. Mm. So I feel like with all three of these movies, if there's a joke you don't find funny, you still and that's what's so cool is you can still pull something from the character. Yeah. Even if like it's not funny, if you're not focused on the joke you can be like oh okay like you know people laugh at the line where in Shaun of the Dead he's like you know what we should do tomorrow keep drinking <laughs> like that's a funny line but if you don't laugh at it it's still just like okay that says a lot about his character okay he's just this fun loving freaking idiot who never freaking grew up and he wants to but oh, I, I laughed mm. at that I like mm. that <laughs> or the band names gag Oh, yeah. oh, it's like Gary King and the Enablers. That's a good name for Ben. You should write that down. Oh, we'll like, write that down. <laughs> like, it's so, it's so stupid, but I, I love that. Or I, I just really admire the dialogue in general, just how how subtle Gary, like, flipping things around and, like, uh, deflecting, like, when they start to talk about things that are important or, like, 
hard hitting to him. He just oh, yeah, is he like, just, oh, no, no, no. We're good. We're having fun. Like when he's like, the whole sequence where, where Andy uh, is drinking water and Gary's getting mad at him and he's like, you know, he's like, you seriously have a problem with me drinking after what happened? And immediately he's like, well, no, but King Arthur does. <laughs> and then he goes on the whole tangent. But, like, it's always, like, deflecting. And he's like, like, oh, like, I, I mentioned the the band name where he's like, he's like, we're, he's like, we're not here as your freaking friends. We're here as your enablers. He's like, enabler. That's a funny word. Gary King and the Enablers. It's a good band name. Write that down. It's like, he's always deflecting. <laughs> this one is the most of a character study out of all of them. And yeah. I really really freaking love that and i just ah i love the character of gary king i i know i already mentioned it but yeah holy no, he's, freaking he's shoot. really unique oh did we already talk about no we already talked about the crowning jewel so i guess let us talk what do you think is your favorite scene in the whole movie my favorite is the end part where they're talking with the voice mm. Because that's really where the it kind of tells you the theme of the movie. Yeah. Kind of that. And like, Which, if you listen to that theme as, like, if you watch that scene, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but if you watch that scene in the context of an intervention, like, it makes so much more sense. Because a lot of this movie is about, like... An intervention with Gary King? Yeah, it's a lot about that, and, like, it's, it's the, just him repeating these same abusive and horrible cycle tendencies and it's like you you gotta freaking stop and the whole movie is like teaching him that so every reincorporated line feels like it it still has that purpose of like oh he's still stuck in the past he's repeating and so at the end it's like this freaking intervention like he literally is like with a freaking entity yeah and they say the word intervention i'm pretty sure but it i i i I love it and i i really do think that's like one of the funniest scenes in the movie oh it's great Oh, it's a conclusion-ish kind of There's so much that's cool. cool. Uh, what about you, Garrett? What's your favorite scene? Oh gosh, favorite scene. Um, it it might be the bathroom scene, simply <laughs> simply for the shock. Because when he's like standing oh, there, gosh, yeah. he's taking the piss, and then the other guy, the teenager, walks in. He walks over, starts taking a leak, and Greg, and he's like, "I did that." The hole in the wall. Mm. And he's, like, talking to himself, and he's like, what, you think you're too cool for me? And the kid's like, I really don't think you really shouldn't do that. And he pushes, and just the, the shock factor of that scene. And and, and, and the humor in that scene. Mm-hmm. The humor in that scene really lands for me, where it's like, what the, f- mm. what the, f- <laughs> does WTF mean? He opens the door, what the, f-? he just... It, He's like, oh yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of stupid comedy, but it it landed for me. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's it's stupid characters, and it's, <laughs> it's and it's and, and and the comedy is just as stupid, and I love it. If we're not but talking like when freaking Andy. Oh wait, say again. I was just gonna say real quick. If we're not talking like favorite like emotional dramatic scene, probably the bathroom scene is my favorite. Yeah. I love the. I just love Andy coming in and like talking to him and being like, G- "Yeah, Gary, what the frick? Your mom just freaking called me." And everyone is like, "Is that real? Is that, what's going on?" And he's like, "Andy, his head just came off." He's like, "No, you're not gonna divert this situation again." He's like, what? 
I I love that. Yeah. The special effects are awesome. And he actually, Edgar Wright, for all of those people in the bathroom, those are all contortionists. That's why they're all acting like really blank. Is because they're not actors. They're contortionists and like gymnasts and stuff. And he, he got them so that they could do these crazy freaking like... But it adds to it. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, and the action is just ridiculous and so fun, man. Frick. Ugh, I love... I love the scene where Gary's trying to convince them that he's human. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a really good scene. Like, because that whole scene in general is funny, where where they're like... I don't know, just everything about it is super funny, and then you find you finally find out why Andy doesn't drink and all of this stuff. And, yeah, it all, a lot of uh, real stuff comes out. Yeah. Or where he finally kind of admits that he was wrong. He's like... He's like, I finally do something right for a change, and you're all attacking me. He's like, that's the first time I that you've admitted that you're wrong. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, you said you finally did something right for a change. Change. He's like, yeah, well, I kind of, I always do things. And they're like, Gary. <laughs> I I love that. I I do, but I think hands down for me, I I love the World's End scene where they're in the World's End, and he's like fighting his best friend literally and you want to talk about freaking reveals the one that freaking made my heart sink into my testes was the freaking scene uh where where they're fighting behind the bar and he like pulls his arms down and you see the bandages all over his wrists mm. like oh my gosh oh my freaking gosh that hurt and it's and just that line of him being like him being like, dude, I just punched my freaking ring out of a girl's tummy. And he's like, yeah, that's right. You have to fight for what you care about and what's important. He's like, what is so important about the gold mile? He's like, it's all I've got. And it's like, gosh. Like, even just thinking about it, I'm getting freaking sad tingles, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who would have thought in a movie as batshit crazy as that one <laughs> yeah. is that we would get so many good moments like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think wow. I think it's a, it's a fantastic movie, and I... I, I think it's a great end to the trilogy, and I, I it really hits me emotionally. Is also, there a sequence? Would you consider that the last movie to be watched? I don't think I so. I think all of them like they can be watched in any order, okay. really. Like, eh. but I just I just love it in general. Even if it isn't a great member of the trilogy, mm. I still love it. Mm. It's mm. which I wanted to just bring this up. In all three of the movies, the freaking pinball machine from Shaun of the Dead shows up. That <laughs> it shows up in Hot Fuzz when they're in the bar, and you see it for like a split second, and you hear the sound effects at the very end fight scene. And the scene you were talking about where he's running to the door, the back door, and he opens it, and he sees all the people coming towards him, and then he closes it. Mm -hmm. Where he's running to the door, you see it, and you hear it in the background. <laughs> part, and it's like... That's such a stupid thing to add. I just want Nicolas Cage to come over and play it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Willie's Wonder. Those were the best Willy's scenes Wonder. in that movie. <laughs> was just when he was him playing freaking pinball. In a really sexual way for some reason. <laughs> oh! I want to bring up two freaking things before I... will not talk about Willie's Wonder. Screw okay. Willie's Wonder. Screw Willie's Wonder. But there are two things I want to bring up that I noticed this time around that I freaking have made me fall in love with it even more. Okay, so two things. This is one I had noticed on previous viewings, but I I was keep paying attention to it now. So the names of the bars, just like the Shaun of the Dead crap, it's exactly like what happens. In the yeah, because you have the first post, which you know it's the first post, 
they go there, it's the first one, whatever. The old familiar, and that's the gag of, you know, the chain bars buying it, and it all looks the same, Starbucking it, which is later shown in freaking, they're Starbucking people, mm. which is kind of nice. The famous cock, that's, <laughs> he's famous because he, he's barred. He's barred for life, he can't come back. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, he's famous. The cross hands, that's the one where freaking crap hits the fan, because, you know, they're constantly grabbing the other people's hands and, you know, the cross hands or whatever. That's when the bathroom scene hap happens. Uh, the Good Companion. And if you look at the, um, I'll put it up on the screen. If you look at the thing for The Good Companion, it's five masks. Four of them are sad and, like, scared and one of them is happy. And that's, that's Gary. They're all like, oh, yeah, we have to keep doing the Golden Mile so nobody recognizes it. But Loki, he's like, uh, the trusty servant, you have the two people in the background and then the one guy, and that's the freaking two human people and then the Reverend Green who gets replaced. He's the trusty servant. Mm. You have the two-headed dog, which is the incredible sequence of the twins fighting. And, 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 nice. and the mermaid, put her up on screen, editing Sam, uh, is freaking, if you look at the, the mermaid logo... It's the gosh damn marmalade sandwich. Two blondes and a redhead in the middle. Gosh dang it. <laughs> it that's, is. That's yeah. so funny. What? And then the beehive, that's you... when they talk to the freaking teacher and he's like, well, you see, it's about togetherness. It's not, a, it's not taking over. And then the king's head, that's when they finally, like, that's when he finally snaps and is like, no, I gotta go. I'm doing it. The world's end, that's obvious. And the hole in the wall, that's when he goes to the bar, like, alone, and his friends are chasing him. And uh, his friend uh, crashes through the wall of the building with his car. Yeah. Hole in the wall. Get it? Yeah. Also, everything that happens in the first ten-minute opening sequence, which I feel like we should talk about how amazing that sequence is. I want to watch it again. Oh, I really want to watch it. I really was just I want to watch all three of them again. <laughs> But, oh, and, oh, this was the thing that I actually noticed. So the names of the characters, because they're constantly talking about, uh, they're constantly talking about uh, King Gary, you know, how he's, he's like King Arthur, and they were all of yeah. his the three musketeers and stuff. If you look at the names of the characters, it's Gary King, Andy Knightley, so a knight, yeah, yeah. Oliver Chamberlain, Stephen Prince, Peter Page, like... That's nice. All of them are like, they have the freaking names. That's so stupid. And I love it. That's cool, though. No, I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy it. But the point is, I think this is hands down the most flawed out of the entire trilogy. Hand, hands down. If we're going by purely the best movies, it probably goes Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, The World's End. But for me, I like personal preference wise, it goes The World's End is number one, uh, Shaun of the Dead is number two, and Hot Fuzz is number three. That's crazy. I know, isn't it freaking whack? Mine is Hot Fuzz number one, World's End number two, Shaun of the Dead number three. Mm. A, and mine see. is Hot Fuzz one, Shaun of the Dead two, The World's End three. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay, so he gave it the one that you yeah. gave it by yeah. being good. Okay. Yeah. But and your enjoyment level is the world's oh, end. Yeah. I figured from like from your excitement levels on the world's end, I was like, I bet that's his favorite. It's Not so to mention good. you wanted your thumbnail to be the mm -hmm. you know, it's a good time. 
I enjoyed it. I, I cried like a little bit this time around at Shaun of the Dead where his mom dies. Because holy shoot, does he Sad. give like an honest performance with that. Like True. he does not pull a punch. But I freaking always cry at this movie and I freaking always will even if it's dumb. And I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Because I give it a 9 out of 10. I thought it was Yay. better than you did. Nice. I'm what giving number two. I'm giving The World's End an eight out of ten. Yeah. Because I still really loved it, but like I said, there were some not very many, I mind you. There were not very many moments that were meant to be funny that I didn't laugh. But there were a few mm-hmm. hit or miss moments. Yeah. So just in comparison to the other two. Yeah. 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 It's still a wonderful movie. All three of these movies are great so time. great. And I would watch time. all of them so anytime. Much if, so much fun. if somehow you went made through this entire video without watching these movies, freaking watch them. You yeah. you will not regret watching these movies. They are fun. Hundred percent and awesome. Incredible. That, that's a fact. All of them are unique, and you know I'm just tired of seeing the same gosh dang thing. It's like you watch something new, yeah, you dumb baby. Or you could watch The Greatest Showman again. Oh! <laughs> this is a I, I think we should just cut the, just cut the podcast right there. No, <laughs> just, you can watch The Greatest Showman again. <laughs> just, that's it. I do want to say this. Did you guys know that uh, Edgar Wright's next project is coming out, I think, this fall, and it's a horror movie? That will be exciting. Yo, he actually, yeah, I will say... I myself in anticipation. I will say, oh. I think the freakiest like moment out of all three movies is in the world's end and it's when really? they're getting chased by the blanks and their eyes are glowing and their mouths are glowing and they're like their hands are reaching yeah. out and they're like oh i think in my opinion the blanks are like some I of the freakiest the things intimidated by the, it's funny that really? you said that the enemy was the least intimidating in that one because i felt like they were the most me too me too absolutely i don't like the simulation like Oh, and like how they're all pretending to be the bits. Oh man, I thought yeah. that was way scarier to me than like zombie mm-hmm. or like a cult. You know, yeah. Just to me, I think that's this, that was definitely this. Well, because technology I, is kind of scary. It's like it's like in yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah. It's like Doctor Who with the yeah, Cybermen. It is like Doctor Who. The freaking Cybermen. I didn't know you Who, of man. course, yeah, Cybermen are creepy as frick. They're the they're the they're so scary. So but it's because but it's they're be- like we will turn you into Cybermen. Right, and and I think that's why. Like weeping angels are scary, but what are we, what is a weeping angel gonna do? Kill you? Oh no, freaking Cybermen! Yeah. They turn you into a Cyberman. That's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I the existential and I felt similarities yeah, yeah, yeah. between Cybermen and Blanks, and that's I think why they're the most I freaky for me. I can't believe you made that comparison. I never thought of that, but like that, yeah. that, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's definitely that's a different kind of scary because like, like the cult is scary in a paranoia kind of like no one will believe you. Like there's yeah. men, be- there's the man behind the slaughter. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but but. And Shaun of the Dead, the fear more comes from, like, that guttural, like, instinctual reaction of, like, blood, predator, kill me, ah, eating, ah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, mm-hmm. but the world's end is more of kind of the existential mm-hmm. kind of fear of, like, Which I being guess that doesn't, assimilated. I guess that doesn't affect you as much as it did us, but Which me, is weird, because, like, I'm the existential guy. <laughs> like, you're I'm gonna, the one you're who gonna loves that seat. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, I will gladly claim the existential seat, man. Frick. I'm edu- existential man. Fair I enough, am. Dude. Existential man. 
Ooh, but times. like, it's weird. I'm just so excited to see what Edgar Wright does next. I, I think he's an important filmmaker. Yes, he deserves a nice pat on he back. He needs a nice slap on he booty. I love him. I kiss him. Nice. I, he, you know, he. Have you guys heard of American Werewolf in London? I have not. Mm-mm. It's an iconic '80s horror movie. And okay. if if I showed you the transformation, if I showed you the transformation scene of the werewolf right now, you guys would be deeply disturbed. And it came out in like 1979. I don't really want to see it. It is incredible. <laughs> well, not live. Like, that it, doesn't sound like something motion. that would interest me in the slightest. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Like <laughs> but the point is, they approached Edgar Wright, the studio did, and they're like, "Hey, uh, so right off the heels of freaking Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, we were wondering, do you want to remake this movie?" And he's like. No. And they're like, oh. Like, why, though? And he's like, he's like, I love American Werewolf in London, and I would love for there to be more of it, but he's like, honestly, I, the first one's kind of perfect just the way it is. I couldn't add anything to it. And it's like, what a freaking man. And then Marvel Disney cucked him. They cucked him with freaking Ant-Man. Screw you, Disney, for freaking raping his script and turning it into just another boring ass piece of crap. So this Marvel is why movie. we did this one, so you could rant about Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man's I freaking hate Ant-Man. This is the it's real been, purpose in why it's like, been a like it's a five out of ten. It's a five out of ten. But you know what? It's even worse knowing that like it's a one out of ten for me because the movie is so bland. But knowing that it could have been the best thing. Joss Whedon read the script of Ant-Man, the original freaking Edgar Wright script, and he was like, this might just be the best superhero movie ever made. And then they were just like, I can't And they freaking gave his script to the guy who did freaking Yes Man. Yeah, sure. What a great replacement. The guy who did Yes Man could easily do freaking Hot Fire. Easily. Easily. What a piece of freaking trash. What a disgusting... And that's why people are like, oh, hey, man, The Wasp wasn't that good. What a shame. The first one was good. Probably because it was written by the guy who did freaking Yes Man. You imbecile. Gosh, dang it. I hate freaking Ant Man. Screw that movie. And I hate that I watched that movie and was like, this is cool. Because before I knew Edgar Wright, I was like, no, no, no. Before I knew Edgar Wright, I was like, ooh. Hey, Sam. What? Do you need a drink of water, buddy? Are you good? Do you need to take a do you need a time out? Do you need to go to the corner for a minute? <laughs> no. I've never heard someone talk so passionately about anime. <laughs> of course you haven't, because it's a bad movie. It's not even bad, it's just bland. It's boring. It's trash. It's the worst kind of trash. It's forgettable, passable, boring, palace cleansing. His sassy piece. movie Alrighty. critic is Thanks emerging. For watching Siren Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check you out freaking Crayon's extra for this one. Uh, <laughs> check out Crayon's merch. Freaking heck yeah! We've never given a verbal. Freak, I'm so pissed. We've never given Bella an official shout out, but check out Bella Cartoon on Instagram. She does all her thumbnails, and they're all freaking bad eh? Yeah, Check her it's, out. Give it's, her a follow. It's my Twitter profile picture now, the picture of me as Sean and Sean of the Dead. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, shout out to her. She, she's in support. Yeah. We're going to get her on the podcast eventually. Yep. We're going to talk about animated movies, and we're going to freaking have a, have a heck of a time. But that's not next episode, because I have chosen too many of the themes. What's the theme for the next episode, Jake? We are going to be talking about movies that freaked us the hell out when we were children. Mm. Not, not necessarily meaning they're freaky, but yeah. just that we were very unsettled. Not something like Nightmare on Elm Street. And so yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. You'll have to stay tuned for that. Oh, uh, what's yours? Oh, mine's Labyrinth. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't Bowie believe Crotch movie. I can't believe that that's yours. We definitely haven't talked about this beforehand. Um, mine is this movie called Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> you know the guy who played Slinky in the first two Toy Stories? Yeah, yeah. that guy decided, hey, I should be the next Pee Wee Herman, and he has Good a time. bunch of movies, and one of them freaking gave me reoccurring nightmares. And true existential fear. And that's freaking Ernest Scared Stupid. Horrifying. I, I own it on Blu-ray, and I'm actually kind of scared to rewatch it. I, that's how I feel about Labyrinth. I know oh you're, you're laughing about Labyrinth, but there's something about those puppets that just freak the shiz out of me. Everything I do, I do. We'll talk about it. Oh. Anyway, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be awesome. And check out freaking QryYXN. Check out freaking our boy, Crayon. Garrett, whatever. Him even Thanks, guys. Another hundred, yeah. another hundred if we don't get oh 200 gosh. followers from Garrett, I will actually freaking chop off my arm on camera. <laughs> and I'll put a bunch of copyrighted music over it so that I get my channel deleted. And, channel, and hey, um, quick, little, <laughs> quick little shout out. Um, if anybody is watching... From sorry in advance. As of right now, it has not like I haven't figured it all out yet. But I am doing um, for hitting a hundred followers. I'm doing a merch giveaway. So, if you want to win some free merch for a streamer you don't ever watch, you could uh, hit that follow button and and <laughs> I'm doing that giveaway. So yo. So are we going to get some of that free merch? <laughs> are you going to give some of the I merch to the boys? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Okay. And I definitely want to help design one of your um, one of your shirts or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do a crossover. I, we'll do a crossover merch. It'll be like crayon slash yeah. sorry in advance merch. I'm down for that. Okay, we have it has colors, like a big old Freddy Fazbear on it. Yeah, <laughs> something. We're waiting every night to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for watching. And uh, time to uh, tune in next episode where yeah. we freaking get traumatized all where over again. Where we get our Ernest scared straight. We get our freaking Ernest scared straight. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I would make a joke about it, but nobody knows what it is. Yeah, no. Anyway, bye bye. 